in the Lakeshore with nothing but the best music 24-7 from the Elhart Automotive Studios, 92.7. The Van. 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 WYVN Saugatuck Holland. Good morning and welcome to Saugatuck on Sunday with your host, Gregory Muncy, on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. Gregory talks with area business owners, civic leaders, as well as other folks in the region to find out what's happening in the Saugatuck Douglas area. Saugatuck on Sunday is being brought to you by Charming Saugatuck Rentals, The Interurban, Back to the Future, and Mill Pond Realty. And now, Gregory Muncy with Saugatuck on Sunday on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. here you're listening to saga tuck on sunday on the lake shores 92.7 the van and 92.7 the van.com good morning we are joining you here live from downtown saga tuck high above land sharks watching the sun come up over the hill that's right we're going to have a little bit of sun today right now it's about oh golly 55 degrees outside a little chilly october is definitely in the air we're going to have a high today of about 62 degrees but i've got great news it's going to be sunny all day this is the perfect day for a fall day trip just come see our colors we are just actually just starting our colors these leaves are hanging on they're nice and green and Still hanging on. We usually get our peak around the third week of October, but uh, it looks like we might be the last week of October till we see the peak color. But the colors are just starting, so it's a perfect time to check out the downtown area and hang out with us. I'm Gregory Muncy here, and uh, we want to thank our wonderful sponsors for making this happen. I'd like to thank our sponsors by... By saying thank you. <laughs> Charming Sagatuck Rentals. They've got three beautiful rental units. And CJ and Kimberly, hello, over on the east side of the state. They're listening. And uh, uh, CJ and Kimberly are visiting with their granddaughter, Eloise. And uh, so CJ's got the day off, and I'm running the soundboard. So if you hear any mistakes with the sound, oh, well, it's because it's CJ's fault. <laughs> I'd also like to thank the Inner Urban Transit Authority. For over 40 years, they've been your go-to to get to where you want to go to in the Saugatuck Douglas area. And uh, for only a dollar, they'll pick you up. You just give them a call at 269-857-1418. And it's a great way to get around town. They're open till 7 p.m., seven days a week. And uh, also, also included in our sponsor lineup, Back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop. That's where I'll be tomorrow putting on my flower hat and giving Jean the day off and making beautiful creations. And we've got all the fall flowers in, and uh, we're making beautiful fall arrangements this time of year. Also, finally, our wonderful sponsor, Mill Pond Realty. For over 30 years, they've been your realty go-to. And, of course, your vacation rentals go-to with over 70 beautiful vacation homes in the Saugatuck Douglas area. They really have a selection to choose your stay. 
And uh, I also want to give a big thank you to Dan Evans and Dan the man over there at the van. He spent his first night in Douglas in their temporary home while they're waiting for their home in Holland to get finished. And uh, he's just telling me that they had dinner over at Wally's last night where they were able to bring their little dogs in the patio area. And uh, and uh, also want to let you know that, you know, our podcasters are available. You go to 927thevan.com and click that podcast tab, then go down to Saugatuck on Sunday, and you can listen to all of our shows. And you can also visit our Facebook page at Saugatuck on Sunday. It's just after 7 a.m. And this morning we've got a lot to talk about. This is going to be a great show for me. Um, and uh, and uh, at the 7.30 hour, we're going to get you caught up with all the events. We've got lots of Halloween and uh, fun events going on this fall. We'll get you caught up at the 7.30 hour, 8 o'clock. We've got Carrie Caldwell from the Pumpernickels. I believe this is her third year there. Um, and uh, she's going to get us caught up, and we'll find out who Gary is and who these guys are. They're somewhat new owners uh, of, of the Pumpernickels, and they've made some great changes to the restaurant there. So she'll be on to talk about their events and their goings-on for the fall. And then also a special treat. And when I say a special treat, a sweet treat. We've got cookies on call in the house. That's right, Franny Martin is going to come visit with us, and we're going to learn her story um, of uh, how she reinvented herself and uh, created Cookies on Call. Uh, Cookies on Call is located in South Haven and Phoenix Road, and then also the little kitchen there at the Butler Pantry where you can get fresh baked cookies on call cookies. So they'll be on the show. Um, I've got a wonderful co-host with me. He's back. Let's get that disco ball down. Let's not waste any time, and let's have him work the runway. And here he comes down the stage. Wow, look at those moves. He is a councilman from the Douglas City. He's, ooh, sophisticated. He's, this guy's, we got the government in the house, the Douglas government. And he's also a comedian. Let's give a big round of applause to Jerry Donovan. Greetings, salutations, and good morning, Gregory. <laughs> Thank you for that wonderful, wonderful intro. <laughs> It was fun. I've actually got somebody from the government. Uh, I don't know if that's a good thing nowadays. Uh, <laughs> the government's here and we're here to help. Yeah, but you know what? Uh, the Saugatuck and Douglas City governments do great things in these small towns. So right. you should be proud to serve in such a great community. I very much am. Uh-huh. Very now, grateful. Jerry, you've been on the show before. I have. Uh-huh. I think this is my third go around. Is it your third go around? It's great having you again as a host. And uh, so how has your week been? How How's it been for you? Um, great. What's new? What's new? What's going on? Well, I am a phone call away from being a new grandpa. My daughter is going to have a grandbaby, granddaughter coming up uh, within the next three weeks. Oh, wow. And then my son in San Diego, he's having a daughter, but that's not till April. Oh, okay. All right. That's it. As far as the week goes, been kind of low key. Put the boat up, boats inside. Um, and that's about it. You lift that boat. Now, you've got your boat there at Tower Marine. Is that correct? That is correct. That's correct. And um, Tower Marine, um, now I see that. Um, uh, do you rent yours out as a rental unit? I do. You do? It's short-term lodging mm-hmm. on Airbnb. Are you going to continue doing that? Uh, probably, but I haven't. I always decide that like in March mm-hmm. or April. Mm-hmm. You know, right I, now, I'm just so tired from the last summer. 
<laughs> that must be something. Now, do you do all the work yourself, or do, do you have a management company like Mill nope. Pond? Uh, oh, okay. I, I, I take care of it. Oh, so you, do you do your own cleaning, too? I do. Wow. I do. Wow. And then you list it on Airbnb. And list it on Airbnb. What a great place to stay on a boat. Uh, I think that's really fun, um, you know, for folks that... You know, uh, don't have boats or, right. you know, um, and uh, gives them the opportunity to see what the life is like on a boat. Um, it, it, it's amazing. People really, really embrace it. I got a 4.85 rating on Airbnb. Thank you. I'm a super host. Oh, super host. My cape arrives any day now. So, <laughs> uh, but no, it's, it's, a, it's a fun industry. Mm -hmm. Now, there's a new Airbnb I see, and I can't think of the name of it. And it's strictly for staying on boats and renting boats. Um, CJ and Kimberly joined it, and I can't think of the name of it offhand. Um, and no. maybe you can or can't. Um, but uh, but it's a program where you pay a yearly fee, and um, I think it's like five to seven thousand a year or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, and you have unlimited stays at all these different uh, boats. Now that's new to me. Mm -hmm. There's one uh, that rents boats to take out. Mm -hmm. um, but that's what it is. That, I'm sorry. Yeah, they can't stay on it. These are like pontoons and you know runabouts uh -huh. and things right. like that. Right. You can you can use them for the day. Right. Correct. But but now Kimberly was researching it, and there are some that you can rent for several days in a row. I believe so. And uh, so so that's kind of that's kind of cool. Um, now, now I understand. There, I heard that uh, the rent went up for renters that are renting their boats, uh, the uh, slip fees have, have uh, raised a little bit there at... at they're, the, still, right they're still figuring out what they're going to do. Oh, okay. You know, nothing, oh. nothing's been set in stone mm -hmm. from what I understand. Well, I don't think that's far outside of the uh, to ask. Um, no, not uh, at all. You know, um, uh, to, to ask a little bit more uh, for your slip if you're making money off it. That's only fair. Yeah, I think so too. Um, so I uh, wanted to uh, ask you... Uh, uh, in downtown Douglas, we were talking about it last week, yep. and um, we found out that the library there, the old library, now it was I think that was a church at one time. That's what it certainly looks like. Um, but uh, we understand that uh, Oxbow has taken it, huh? Um, I that's the plan. I don't know if it's been finalized mm -hmm. yet. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I, from my understanding, it goes for council. We vote would, wouldn't be a problem. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, so it that, hasn't that's come up yet on. for vote yet. Correct. Oh, okay. So I know that they've vied to uh, a yes. three-year lease with the uh, option to buy. I think it's going to be a perfect fit. I think so too, and it brings them into town. Yep. A lot of folks don't know about Oxbow. Oxbow is our art residency, Correct. our summer summertime residency that serves the Chicago Institute of Art students mm -hmm. and uh, has lots of great programming. And uh, they've got some events coming up that we'll talk about in the next half hour. And uh, they've been there for over 100 years. Mm -hmm. So they're part of the character um, that created the area being known as the Art Coast of Michigan. Absolutely. And, of course, you can go to oxbow.org and find out all of their information and find out what's going on new there. And so that's kind of exciting. Another thing in Douglas I um, wanted to bring up uh, that I thought was really cool is that they're finally – Taking down that old Hayworth building. <laughs> Fingers crossed, creek don't rise, all that good stuff. <laughs> it's out for bid currently. We're waiting to get those back, and then we'll make a decision and go from there. Right, right. So. Um, is there any concern about the contamination or anything? Well, or that's, that... all, that's all part of the process. Right, so that know. has to be cleaned up. Yep, uh -huh. yep. So, that, there's asbestos that will have to be removed, mm -hmm. and then building comes down, and then you have underground, under the parking lot, PCBs. 
So as we as we progress, we'll continue to do uh, the environmental work that needs to be done. Okay. Um, now, are there any plans for that property um, uh, or any ideas that you've heard? Um, there's ideas, but no definitive plan. Uh -huh. No you know, big check yet, right? No, not yet. <laughs> not yet. I just think I just want to see the building down and get a feel for you know what the topography looks like and everything like that. I think it's going to be amazing. Mm -hmm. And once the building's gone, I have a feeling there's going to be a, a lot more interest in the property. Mm -hmm. So. Oh, I'm sure of that. We'll yeah. handle that as it comes up. It's a very good focal point when you're driving into town Absolutely. off of the expressway there at the Douglas exit there. So, yep. um, yeah, that'd be a great place to put something. I know. So, yeah, I know the uh, folks that own Isabel's own the property right next to it. She used to be the Calico, the which former is former Calico Kitchen, which is no longer. It's no longer. And uh, I think the the demise of that came uh, with a car going in sideways to the side of the building. They woke up and had drive through, <laughs> <laughs> literally. So uh, the building actually uh, Calico Restaurant was a very loved restaurant and diner oh, by sure. many people of the area. I absolutely. Uh, did breakfast, and Kathy uh, had owned it, and mm -hmm. uh, and uh, was one of my mom's favorites when she lived here. And uh, she liked to go there for the pot roast. I thought, was it Tuesdays or Thursdays? They always right. had pot roast. And she, oh, let's go get the pot roast. And yes. We know it for breakfast, because when I was a young adult, and uh, before I moved here full-time, we'd go to the Dunes Resort. Okay. And, uh, of course, you know, in the morning after a night of fun, you know, <laughs> uh, 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 we'd go over there. They were, for a while, they were open 24 hours. That's right. That's and right. and uh, for a long time. And uh, so we'd go over there after the bar closed or, you know, in the morning to, you know, wake up <laughs> after mm -hmm. the party. And uh, lots of great memories there. And, um, you know, I actually, it was back in, I want to say 2000. Was it 15 or 16, um, we had the Restaurant Impossible, the TV show, came right. to help save the Calico. Uh -huh. and, uh, now, How'd the, that work out for everybody? <laughs> <laughs> well, now, the Restaurant Impossible, uh, many folks might know that it was a national show right. that went to restaurants that were in dire need, you know, financial or uh, – uh, to bring up business, and they would go into restaurants and they would uh, redecorate, uh, add the new menu. Um, I got the opportunity to volunteer, okay. along with Abby from Cookies on Call. Okay, and uh, we had a lot of fun volunteering with those guys. And, and Abby and I, in fact, were invited uh, to the hotel room with Robert Irving and the crew. Okay, um, the two of us, and uh, and and hung out with them. Uh, the last night after the grand opening that Sunday night, okay. and uh, had a lot of fun with that group. I think in the, I think in showbiz they call it a rap party. Rap party, yes. Yeah. And we were invited. Abby and I felt like, oh, we're special, you know. Mm. And we met a couple of the Hollywood celebrities wow. and got to hobnob. All right, and, and it was really fun. Um, uh, so they came and uh, they redid the inside. Mm -hmm. They uh, redid the menu. And uh, just didn't work out too well. No. So, um, uh, you know, uh, so they ended up uh, uh, closing, foreclosure, actually. Right. And uh, the building stood there uh, for a while and then turned into a Thai restaurant. Thai restaurant? Which was, was also a vegan ice cream. Oh, yes. Let's not point. forget that, shall we? Um, it was a vegan ice cream uh, from Fritz. From Fritz. And uh, a lot of people locally know Fritz here. Oh, yes. And uh, we'll just keep his name at that. <laughs> <laughs> I love Fritz. He's always jogging. Oh, I he's great. I, I haven't seen him lately. First time I met Fritz was when I first moved to the area back in 2006, 2007. And, and um, 
And uh, I was in Douglas before I moved in Saugatuck, had a little apartment over there. And I was downtown on Center Street, and I saw this guy with this black Rolls Royce, mm-hmm. and it, it, was, it was dead in the middle of Center Street. Really? And he couldn't get it going. Okay. So I helped him push it off the, off the beaten path, and, and him and I had a little conversation there. And he was one of the most colorful people I had ever met when I first moved here. And I mm-hmm. thought, oh, wow, um, isn't he a character? Um, and a and lot of fun, real nice guy. Um, known for having these huge parties at his house there right. on Lakeshore, and it, it, very colorful. Mm-hmm. Now let's let's say now when they, when they took over that restaurant as the ice cream, what was it? It was a vegan it was ice vegan cream ice cream and, and pizza. pizza, and it was like a gluten free pizza. I think he built a pizza oven in that back kitchen. Right, and I remember him taking me back there and showing me, okay. and I was like, I couldn't believe that you built this huge cement thing. Mm-hmm in the middle of the kitchen because I got very familiar with that restaurant with restaurant impossible when we redid it and all right. that. And I was like, wow, what you right. do here? And, <laughs> and, uh, so, uh, they had that very, very colorful. Um, they, that place was like every color you could imagine was on the building and, mm-hmm. and all around much like his house. <laughs> and he called it Stonewall. Yes. Yes. It was called Stonewall. That's mm-hmm. right. And I don't know if that was a nod to the Stonewall in New York. Well, uh, it was or... much more than a nod. It was a direct dedication to uh, Stonewall well, in, I, in New York. I think that's great. That's great. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Now, now Fritz isn't gay. I never have. That, not that I know of, but no. I, I know he's got his girl. And and uh, and uh, but but uh, but it's nice to see that he still supported oh, you sure. know, something like that. So. I often wonder, it's right across the street from the dunes. Right. I mean, if, was that a marketing thing? I don't know. Hmm. 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 Anyway. Uh, well, one thing, you mentioned the Rolls Royce being dead. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if this is myth, legend, or fact, but there is supposedly a rule that you cannot have a Rolls Royce on the back of a tow truck. That Really? Yeah. I, yeah. Sounds I, like a myth to me. Could be. Now, that said, you could bring a flatbed, but all four tires had to be off. You know, you couldn't haul it from the front. Oh, I see. Sometimes. Oh, I see. But that was was my understanding at one time. Mm -hmm. I don't know where I learned it or Mm -hmm. why I even bothered to remember it, Mm -hmm. but when you brought it up, there it was. Now, the Thai restaurant that was there, we tried it. It was pretty good. I liked it. They had crab ragoons Mm -hmm. and, you know, all the, the, um, uh, you know, go-tos that you expect at a Thai restaurant. And um, and uh, and they were there for a couple years, mm-hmm. and uh, they finally closed. I think they were renting it because Fritz had owned the building. Right. They rented it from him, and then uh, and then uh, you know I think it closed for a while, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden a car went sideways right into the side of the building. Right. I mean, it cut like a knife. Right. Like, I mean, you remember the pictures? Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, the car was literally cut into it like a knife on its side. Right. So that must have been quite an interesting. Um, uh, car ride, if you were in that Right. Car. <laughs> um, can you imagine? Um, hey, who wants Chinese? There were who, no wants, fa- who wants Thai? There were no fatalities, though, so I that's know. a good thing. Yes, always. Um, and uh, so then uh, the folks from Isabel's um, purchased that property mm-hmm. and uh, tore the building down. So now uh, it's a parking lot. I think they use it for their employees or something. I see cars over there right. uh, parked parked now. So. And I think it's overstock parking for the dunes as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Sure. They get pretty crowded over there. Oh, they do. They've so. got lots going on, too. Mm-hmm. You know, um, coming up, you know, talk about the dunes resort. 
uh, coming up October 23rd is the Make-A-Wish Benefit at the Dunes Resort. Okay. And I'd like to reach out to all business owners and uh, even anybody that's listening. If you've got a piece of artwork or anything that you'd like to donate to the silent auction, you can drop it off at the Dunes Resort. You can also call the Dunes Resort at 269-857-1401 and uh, give them a call for more information about the Make-A-Wish Benefit. A lot of people are familiar with Make-A-Wish Benefit. It makes the wish and creates a dream come true for a child with a terminal disease. And uh, and uh, I've been a part of that with the guys for almost 10 years now. And uh, I just help with the uh, silent auction part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a big uh, show. They have uh, entertainment, uh, the uh, drag queen show. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also have uh, all the bartenders and all of the tips that the bartenders and the performers uh, make all go into the pot, Isn't that into the Make-A-Wish. Um, we have raised as much as up to $15,000 over the year. Uh, uh, in a uh, single event. In a single event um, uh, to make a wish come true. Um, and uh, so the Make-A-Wish Foundation of Michigan usually uh, picks somebody from the Allegan County area so it's somebody local. That's awesome. That 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 gets a special wish, and um, we get to see, you know, like what what they wanted. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's a trip to Disney World for the family. Sure. Um, sometimes it's, you know, I remember one year it was new technology for the house. So mm-hmm. um, we outfitted the house with, you know, iPads and new TVs That's and computers cool. and things like that. Um, and so it's whatever whatever the kid wants, right. uh, whatever they wish for. And it's a wonderful, wonderful organization. I really, I really do think so. So that's that's uh, October twenty third. That'll okay. be this Saturday. Okay. Uh, doors open at nine thirty. Um, you've got a ten dollar cover charge, and then right. again, that ten dollars, uh, that entire ten dollars goes right to make the, a wish. Make a wish. Um, the uh, silent auction. Uh, is, is uh, open at that time, and uh, you can uh, put your bids in for all the great stuff. Uh, I've got to pick up a painting over there from uh, James Brandis. Uh, he always donates uh, something nice uh, for the event. I got a gift certificate from the Love of Shoes, and I'm out collecting this week and uh, rounding up the last of the donations. Also, Henry from Upscale Mercantile, he does a great job helping as well. And uh, Danny Esterline um, and uh, Greg and uh, Mike Jones there from the Dunes Resort, mm-hmm. everybody helps. And, uh, and it's just really a great thing, a great collaboration to make something great happen. So that's- Well, and thank you for your involvement and, and efforts. Um, I don't think people realize how challenging that can be, walking into a business and asking for something. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's more work than you make it sound. So thank you for... For your efforts well practice makes perfect i'll tell you that um when i took the position of uh the administrator for the business association um i learned more than ever how to beg for money <laughs> <laughs> we are a non-profit organization Correct. and uh we've been that we've been that way for over 40 years we serve as the chamber for the area and we do events like music in the park sidewalk sure. sales and events coming up that we'll talk about in the next half hour um, you know, it, we did a lot this year, and we're, we're starting our new membership drive that we're launching for 2022. And just want to let folks know, a lot of people don't know what Sadaba is. That's the Saugatuck Douglas Area Business Association. We, we represent almost 200 businesses and services. We work with our municipalities to make big things happen. Um, just recently, um, we uh, from the sale of our ornaments, we do that Sparkle Ornament Every Year program. 
with the high school art department where they come up with a design and uh, we manufacture these ornaments at uh, Dean and Pottery and uh, and we sell them throughout town. They're just about sold out already. This year's are already sold out almost. There are some left at the Sagatok Drugstore, okay. also the Butler Pantry. And um, so, um, and uh, we, with the proceeds of that, every couple of years, we make a nice donation to the city of Saugatuck to help pay for the lights that you see out there. And uh, this year, we donated $3,000 to the uh, city of Saugatuck. I was there to hand that. I wanted to talk about that last week, and I didn't get a chance to. But Did you have one of those big checks? Uh, no, you know, I need to get one of those. You do. You know, being a nonprofit, we have a very small budget because we're a voluntary primarily voluntary organization with one part-time worker that's me okay and then um and then we also um uh, have a very low membership fee for our members so most of our events are self-funded and your membership fee goes towards the production of the most distributed visitor's guide map of the area distributed in our four-state region and all the uh, rest areas, uh, AAA travel agents, mm-hmm. as well as uh, CVBs throughout our four states. And then, of course, uh, our website and other advertising that's included when you become a member. And, uh, you know, uh, all the work done by uh, is a six-member volunteer board. And our board consists of David Langley from Serendipity Bed and Breakfast. He's our president. Our vice president is Mike Gustitis from Wine Cellars. And he's our vice president, as I said. Uh, we also on the board, we have some young, young crews. I've, I've served on, uh, actually, I was a board member for many years before I was the administrator. So I've seen lots of boards, you know, come and go. But we've got lots of young people on now. We've got Alec from the Grow Restaurant. Mm-hmm. He has brought so many great ideas to the board. And then we've also got Melanie Durham from Mill Pond Realty. And then uh, Josephine Fowler, she's our newest board member, and she's from the store Pudding Stone. She was on the store or on the show here <laughs> a couple weeks ago. So, no, with all you do, you must have like a thirty-five page resume. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, we just uh, finished decorating uh, uh, for the for the fall season. Uh-huh. We got the pretty pumpkins out there and all that. And uh, Kimberly and I, uh, Kimberly and CJ, you know CJ, our sound guy, and Kimberly from. Uh, Charming Saugatuck Rentals, they uh, they have, since they've moved to town a few years ago, they volunteer with me all the time. They really help me out with a lot of these events. And it, if it weren't for them, you know, I couldn't do a lot of the things that I do. Um, and uh, it, it really helps a lot to have somebody on your side like that. Oh, yeah. And, um, and our goal is always to have everybody working together. And uh, so Kimberly and I will be making um, new banners for the – People and Pets Halloween Parade that we'll talk about the next half hour. And, uh, and so well, our- speak, speaking of volunteer, you like that segue, everybody? Um, <laughs> I just want to give a great shout out to uh, the Douglas Park Project. Yes, people. I did want to mention that. Thank you for bringing uh, that up. That is incredible what occurred. Mm-hmm. And um, essentially, a group of folks uh, got together and decided they wanted to replace the playground equipment at Schultz Park and at Beery Field. Mm-hmm. So over the la- oh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of this week, they knocked out the installation at Charles Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, uh, amazingly, the installation at Berry Field. Yes. And I was a part of that. And I want to tell you that to see the number of volunteers in the rain um, 
pushing mulch, hauling stuff, I putting it together. Yep. It was amazing. I mean, I just, it brought a tear to my eye, mm-hmm. um, basically because I got a piece of mulch in my retina. <laughs> but, um, no, it was it was fascinating. We had the ribbon cutting yesterday at 4 o'clock. Uh-huh. And, uh, How'd that go? Great. Yeah. Great turnout. Uh-huh. Uh, on Common Grounds brought us coffee and donuts and everything. So it was a real, it was very, very um, great. Let's wow. put it that way. Yeah. And now... They are on to Douglas Park Project Phase Number Two. Yeah, they they got Phase One. I, I saw the equipment out there. It looks like a lot of fun. I want to go jumping around on that. I'm telling you that we had kids all over it mm-hmm. last night. Very colorful too. Very colorful. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really pops. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they're on to Phase Two because there's going to be another uh, children's component at Schultz Park and an adult uh, playground area, more like a fitness playground. Mm-hmm. Um, section mm-hmm. so that's what they're on to now uh they're giving themselves sunday being today off and then tomorrow hit the ground running for the fundraising and and get it together well you can you can uh go to their cause just by going in your google search there and go douglas park project and you're going to get to the uh website where you can donate it's the website's actually p2p.onecause.com uh slash douglas park project Mm -hmm. and um i see here that uh they've already raised a hundred and seventeen thousand dollars eight hundred or no a hundred and seventeen thousand eight hundred ninety seven dollars has already been raised can you believe that and uh that's within 200 208 donations and um and uh and it's it's pretty amazing um, it really is and uh and so a big shout out to all of the all of the great people who have helped there we know Bertie Holly is a big supporter and has helped with that as well as Ashley and uh all the folks there uh who have worked together and so many volunteers too many to name um but uh, apparently they'll need to raise uh they, their their goal is to raise $366,000 so they're at about 32% of their goal right, right. now. So, right. hey, they got up to 117. I don't see why they can't get up uh, to, you know, get their goal. So, mm-hmm. so, um, so yeah, it's kind of cool to see that. And it'll be neat to see the next phase as phase two I'm excited. approaches. I'm excited. So, so yeah, good thing. Um, you know, we're going to get back here. We, we've got to take a break for station identification to give all of our uh, sponsors a shout out. Um, but I want to let you know that we've got a lot. Uh, a lot of, go grab another cup of coffee, Jerry, because we've got uh, the Shul Coffee. It's the Kona, mm. Hawaii, Hawaiian Kona Coffee, and that's from the Butler Pantry here in Saugatuck on Butler. And uh, they have they do that Shul's Coffee. It's really really good. It is good. And they provide the coffee here for Saugatuck on Sunday. We're going to take a little break. We'll be right back. When we get back, we're going to get you caught up with all the events going on here in October. We've got lots of Halloween. Halloween is in the the house Saugatuck and Douglas are officially or unofficially the Halloween center of West Michigan so we're going to get you caught up with what's going on there we're also going to talk to Carrie Caldwell from Pumpernickels and then we'll also have Franny Martin on from Cookies on Call she's going to try my cookies here I made some uh, special cookies but we'll be right back you're listening to Saugatuck on Sunday on 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com this is Gregory Muncie with my co-host Jerry Donovan We'll be right back after these messages.
<laughs> Welcome back. It is getting to be Halloween around here. Things are getting spooky. You're listening to Sargatuck on Sunday on the Lakeshore, 92.7 The Band and 92.7TheBand.com. I'm here with my co-host, Jerry Donovan. How are you, Jerry? I'm good. I'm good. Very good. Had to have a little Halloween lead in there. Absolutely. Had to mess around with the sound here, so I, I had to find some new music. And <laughs> we're going to have some more Halloween tracks as we get closer. Um, you know, uh, people are asking, what's going on? Is the Halloween, the Douglas Halloween Parade going to happen? It Has is. it been canceled? No, it's going to happen. That's right. Right now, all systems are a go. The city, village, the city of the village of Douglas, Michigan, they officially approved the event. I see. Yes, indeed. And, uh, unanimously, moving, thank you. Unanimously, that's great. They're moving forward with planning, and having every intention of having this parade as big and amazing as ever. So, of course, they're keeping a close eye on the COVID numbers, and they'll cancel if they have to. But I think, I think we're, I think we're going to be good for it. Well, them. I mean. Let's look at it this way. You know the Halloween parades are the one place everybody's going to be wearing a mask. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's for sure. So I think we're okay. (laughs) (laughs) Now, uh, folks are wondering, hey, is drinking allowed in the streets during the parade? Because we know we've got the social district going on in Douglas. Uh, Yes, we do. However, the social district closes at 10. Correct. So technically... (laughs) <laughs> dot 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 <laughs> as his voice faded off into the clouds <laughs> uh, so that the, well the cool thing is get there early yeah and then you can uh, you know participate in the social district uh-huh. and then at 10 o'clock um the social district in the bars closes down mm-hmm. um now when i say that the bars will still be open but the social district aspect ends at 10 right and then there's there's bars there that are like open into the street where you can see the parade go by sure. you've got borrowed time with their porch you've got um uh the wild dog everyday um, people everyday people coast the coast your coastal yep. society uh, coastal society and then um so there's lots of places to hang out sure uh and, and still see the parade absolutely um and uh, if that's what you want to do and then if you want to see like the end of the parade you also have the bowling alley and the cove that's right it um, all leads right past and, and of course, we all know the big after party at the Dunes Resort is off the hook. I mean, you talk <laughs> about Halloween. Crazy. It's like Halloween and Mardi Gras, and it's just it's just it's, a crazy, uh, crazy event there. Well, that whole weekend, uh, yeah, remember right. this, Michigan plays Michigan State that day. Oh, okay. Of the Halloween parade. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, God, do I have a lot of guys glued on the TV there? Well, now... Last I checked, they hadn't determined a start time. Oh, okay. So, and it's in East Lansing. Well, hopefully, it's during the day. Well, if not, <laughs> somebody needs to really be checked because right. to have that at night. Now, I think it's I. I'm hoping for a three o'clock kickoff, but it's probably going to be noon. Right. Right. Know? So right. now, a lot of people are wondering, you know, uh, because of you know we're such small towns, and where am I going to park for this big Halloween parade? And where, you know, what, what's going to happen? And how am I going to get to and from? You know, the Interurban Transit Authority is going to have free shuttle service from 6 p.m. till 2 a.m. They'll be out there really late, mm-hmm. and um, and uh, it's free. So all you have to do is call the shuttle service at 269-857-1418, and they'll pick you up for free and drop you off wherever you want to go here in the area. They're also going to have a constant loop from the Sagatuck Drug Store to the uh, bowling alley. 
which will be going every 15 sure. minutes or so. And because uh, so you can park in Saugatuck, you can park in Douglas. There's lots of different places and parking lots to park at. Of course, you can park at the high school if you want to. Sure. And uh, just call the Inner Urban at two six nine eight five seven one four one eight, and uh, and give them a call, and uh, they'll come pick you up there at the high school and uh, take you to downtown Douglas, and mm-hmm. you can be a part of the festivities. So. Um, and then now, here's another thing. You know, what happens if it rains? We get wet. That's right. The parade must go on. The show must go on. So what are you going to dress as? Do you know yet? I already know. We've already shared that on the show. And right. I, I'll share that with, well, no, we haven't told anybody on the you air. You haven't told anybody on the air. No, I, I'm sure we're trying to keep that a secret. But uh, Kimberly, CJ, and I all have a, we were doing a group thing. All right. So, so. Um, I'll Can I guess? Sure. Yeah, go ahead. You... Kimberly, and who else? CJ? You're not going to guess this in a million years. Nobody would ever think I would do this. You're going to go as uh, cast members of Schitt's Creek. (laughs) That would be a good one. That would be a good one. I'm Um, thinking about doing it. I'll give I want to be, be David. No, I, I think I just need an eyebrow. Uh, right. You would be a good David. <laughs> and, you know, maybe a dye job, you know. Possibly. Well, oh, thank I you the, for that. I thank the, you. I see the gray coming out. Thank you. Know, oh, here. Gotta... There you go. <laughs> Welcome to 730 in the morning here. <laughs> uh, no, all kidding aside, great show, but I think that would be cool. Mm-hmm. I need to find a real funky outfit. Right. But, but you're right. I don't know. Maybe I'll go as Eugene Levy. Now, uh, if you want to participate, if you want to be in the parade, where do you sign up? Uh, I would assume their website. You don't sign up. You don't have to sign up. You just show up in a costume at 930 at Beery Field, and you're in the parade. That was a trick question. It was a trick question. I thought we were well past that. Yeah, no motorized vehicles are allowed in the parade. We've got to make it safe for everybody. Now, see, I'm glad you said that because I was going to call Kim and uh, um, Aaron and ask her. So when they had the 4th of July parade... Mm -hmm. Okay, I taped two signs to my truck that said, just some random guy who got caught in traffic. <laughs> and I rolled out, and it was amazing. Oh, it yes. It was amazing, yes. man. So you <laughs> wanted to do the same thing? Oh, that'd be I, I wanted to, yeah, yeah you know. <laughs> but you're right. If there's no motorized vehicles, which makes sense, you know. Uh-huh. The parade started in 1998. Uh, Ginger Wilkinson started the parade for her husband, Russell Wilkinson, who always wanted a nighttime torch parade. And uh, when she started at Halloween weekend was one of the slowest weekends here in town. And she wanted to bring people to town in the off season. The first year we had, uh, 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 there were less than 100 people. And now it's one of the busiest weekends in town with at times over 5,000 people attending in that little town. Yep. Yeah, it gets it gets pretty packed, and and uh, and uh, it's it's fun to watch all the cars leave town after the parade. Uh, at various <laughs> times, <laughs> Dunes is closed. We got to go home. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. At various and now, times. And so, it, so inner urban basically that night will be inner Uber. Inner Uber. Yes. Inner Uber. Inner Uber. See, see what I did there? Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> a little twist on words. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Aaron Wilkinson. Now, uh, her mother, you know, had started the parade, and uh, unfortunately, her mom's not with us anymore. Her right. mom started a lot of parades, and some of those parades I'm still facilitating. Um, the uh, uh, Douglas Halloween Parade, uh, uh, of course, will be on the 30th. It's always the Saturday before Halloween. Correct. And uh, this year will be on the 30th. And uh, you'll line up again at Barry Field at 9.30 p.m. in costume. And the parade starts at 10 p.m. Erin uh, Wilkinson, her daughter, she's been on the show. She was on the show a couple weeks ago. Right. And uh, she's still uh, gathering up volunteers and donations. 
And for more information about the Douglas Halloween Parade, you want to be a part of this huge event. Um, it gets lots of press all over oh, the yeah. state and outside of the state as well. Um, uh, I read articles from Chicago and Indiana about this parade, and um, so um, so it gains a lot of attention. It's a it's a great it's a it's a great community event to support. And if you're interested in volunteering or if you're interested in donating, um, you can go to DouglasHalloween.com. And, uh, and you get a hold there. The uh, main sponsor this year for the parade will be um, New Standard, which is right. the uh, cannabis um, uh, facility. And uh, that's where Erin uh, Wilkinson works and manages. So, And uh, so they're, uh, they're behind it. And then lots of other uh, folks as well are behind it as well. Give a shout-out to uh, all of our sponsors. And, um, and what's the website again? Uh, the website is DouglasHalloween.com. Is that where you sign up to be in the parade? Um, no, you don't have to <laughs> sign up. Stop it, Terry. <laughs> Throw a trick question at me, pal. So, you know, another thing that in, in Ginger used to do this and, and always involved the family. It's a big parade family. They also started the family and pet Halloween parade. And that's during the day. And that's in Saugatuck. And, um... Uh, I've had the pleasure of facilitating that event for many years, and that's the kids' parade that happens here. we got to do something for the kids. Sure. You know, uh, the Douglas Halloween Parade, just a reminder, is a parade for adults. It's Correct. late at night. Um, there might be some costumes that might be questionable for yes. the young ones. And so that's why we do the uh, People and Pets Parade. Uh, in downtown Saugatuck. And that's the one night you can check your political correctness at the door. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. You're <laughs> okay. right about that. So let's just all have a good time. Now, is there glow in the park on Friday? No, there's okh- not glow in the park this okay. year. Um, okay. uh, Aaron was on the show a couple weeks ago, and her plans are to move that to the beginning of October next really? year for 2022. Okay. So we're looking to see that happen maybe the first week of uh, the first weekend of October. Okay. So as we stretch October into a big Halloween month. I love it. The month of Halloween. I love it. And uh, and so, but the Kids Parade will also be on the same day. It's on the 30th. It's on Saturday. Um, it's uh, it's uh, October 30th, of course. Judges will determine the winners and will distribute prizes at the event. There'll be four costume categories for both kids and pets you'll get prizes for the cutest the funniest the scariest and the most creative and uh the parade lineup is at wicks park at 11:30, and then parade begins on water street and proceeds down butler culver continues down butler street to mary street where the parade turns left traveling back to water street and to wicks park so it's a big circle around the you know heaviest district of saugatuck mm-hmm. um and uh and it ends there at Wicks Park. And there at the end of it, we'll have the sidewalk chalk art contest, refreshments, uh, and then, of course, trick-or-treating throughout town. So Sadaba will provide um, uh, candy buckets for most of our merchants, any merchant that wants to participate in the trick-or-treating. And so that kids and their parents can go check out the stores and check out the downtown area while their kids run around and get their treats. And on Sunday night from 5 to 8, we have trick-or-treating in Douglas. From five to eight on Sunday on Halloween. Correct. Okay. Correct. Uh, also, Mick at the Root Beer Barrel always does a special end of the season type thing uh, at the Root Beer Barrel. Mm-hmm. 
oftentimes, and I'm not going to commit to it, but it might be free hot dogs, yeah. and chips, and things like that. Yeah. Check with them. Yeah, he always does something special. He does something there. Yeah. amazing. He's mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, the uh, root beer barrel for people who don't know is a restored root beer barrel, right. a huge barrel that was uh, saved, uh, taken down, and lovingly saved for so many years until it was rebuilt a couple years ago mm-hmm. there on center and ferry and uh and delicious hot dogs uh, my favorite is tony's dog okay. the one with the peppers on it yep. and the, oh it's so good yep. and uh so so he'll be there back to the parade though the kids Correct. parade um at 12 p.m is when the parade starts um then we've got of course the trick-or-treating around town um don't forget to trick-or-treat and hang out in town so it gives the kids something to do. It's at 12 o'clock, so it's during the day. It gives us plenty of time to go home and get ready and put the kids to bed, find their babysitters, and then go over to Douglas for the adults and have a good time. Yeah, get them all hyped up on candy sure. and then shove them off to the babysitter and say, yes. see you in the morning. Yeah, see you in the morning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Great idea. Uh, for more information about the Kids, the People, and Pets Parade, you'll want to call 269-857-1626. Or you can email info at SagatuckDouglas.com. So that should be a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, that's not all. There's there's a lot of Halloween stuff going on on the 30th. There's, I mean, if you can't find something to do, it's... You're not looking. You're not looking. You're not opening your eyes. Right. Um, Jay Petter Galleries, um, uh, a beautiful facility over there. I just love going over there. I know oh, Kim God. and I have gone over there. And so decadent food and wine and uh, beautiful they're my, artwork. They're my neighbors. Yeah, it's it's some of the some of the best artwork here that I've seen in West Michigan. And upscale mercantile right next door to them. Yeah, it right. is. A, I mean, they get packed. Oh yeah, they, they do. Get, I mean, it's just a really cool experience. Love Petter, and then uh, you can go see Henry at Upscale Mercantile. Mm-hmm. It's a destination location there. It really By is. All means. It really is. Um, now they're going to have what they do. They've done this for quite a few years now, called Hollow Wine. And it's an oh. event, and you'll join them for an afternoon of fine art, live music, and fine wines to kick off your Halloween Saturday. That's from 12 to 5 p.m. Local artist Paul Van Heest will be debuting his art prize top 25 piece called Four Calling Birds. Oh. I didn't see that one at Art Prize. I have to uh-uh. go check that one out. Uh, wine expert Will Witters will be pouring a fantastic selection of wines from renowned importer Kermit Lynch. Tastings are $15 per person. And then, of course, John Otto, great musician there and friends. He'll be performing in the Secret Garden, weather permitting. So that's there uh, also on the 30th there. On that Saturday, 12 to 5 p.m., Saturday the 30th, at J. Petter Galleries. Of course, you can go to SagatuckDouglas.com, click on events, and you can see more information there for that. So, yeah, that's also going on. You know, also, you know, I, I was talking to uh, one of my friends, and just, she's like, well, what's going on at Oxpo? You know, what is Oxpo doing something? Usually they, they do some kind of Halloween thing, and, and I hadn't heard anything. So I went online to find out that um, Oxpo is going to hell. That's what it, that's that's what it's called. Don't, you're looking at me. It's too early to be, but <laughs> but it, that's the thing that they're calling it. And they, and they ask you to join them. They'll have a weekend of weird. When Oxbow goes to hell this Halloween, the artists at the end of the road are added again. And this year they're opening up the fiery pits and welcoming all souls to get lost in wonder amongst the freaky sights and bizarre frights that the artists at Oxbow have to offer. 
Um, in addition to their uh, beloved, bewitched, and expanded spooky trail, um, uh, returning patrons and the uninitiated alike can expect new attractions. Um, so they've got different things going on uh, found at the freshly excavated Cavern Tavern. And uh, where you'll, uh, and uh, while you're in the area, you can try your luck with some new games and activities at the Dark Carnival. Mm. Um, and uh, they'll have spooky, spooky haunted houses. And now they're doing that. Uh, the dates are the 29th through the 31st. You can get tickets online at oxbow.org. It's actually that's ox-bow.org. Oxbow. So don't. Don't forget to put the dash there when you're Googling it. And uh, tickets uh, are on sale, and you can, you can buy them online uh, at their website. And uh, Friday, October 29th, there'll be the Haunted Cabins and Spooky Trail. That's $25 per person. That's 6 to 10 p.m. Saturday, they'll have the Haunted Cabins and Spooky Trail again. They'll also have Graveyard Rave, Graveyard Rave and Spooky Trail. So they'll have a couple different events going on on the 30th. And then um, Sunday, October 31st, Oxbo goes to heck. I, 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 it says hell, and now it says heck. Uh, 2 to 6 p.m., it's $20 per person, and uh, it's a spooky trail matinee, and it's $40 per family. So those guys are really creative. So I know that they're going to have a lot of fun there. And uh, so See, when I went to goes to heck, I could see a, a children component to well, it. Well, you know... $40 it, for the family, it, that's pretty cool. It might be scary if you got little, little ones. I, sure. I don't know, you know, if you, if you, it's it's kind of, I, w- I would think, I would probably use a little bit of discretion. Sure. You know, because it, it, it's Halloween, you know, right. and, and so, you know, things are going to be spooky, things they are going to be scary. Learn. Well, that's true. I mean, that's, well, that's that's what we used to think back in the 70s, um, but... Uh, and, look, I, and look at us now. It's a whole different <laughs> world now. Um, you know, talk about Halloween happenings. We've also got, well, coming up, actually, on the Star of Sagatuck, there's still some a few spots available for painting on the water with Cindy, painting with Cindy on the water on the Star of Sagatuck. And so uh, for and that's fi- when? That's on October 23rd. That's okay. a Saturday. And uh, the boat leaves at 11, 11 a.m. So it's about an hour and a half till okay. 12.30. It's $50. Okay. The $50 includes all of your painting supplies. Okay. It includes your uh, boat ride okay. and a snack. Okay. Of course, they'll have their refreshment bar open if you'd okay. like a, a, a refresh, a Coca-Cola or something in your Coca-Cola. And so as they, well, have, they have adult beverages? They have adult beverages, right. yeah. And uh, so that's this Saturday. And um, now, you don't really go to their website to get a ticket. You can just call. And uh, that's the Star of Sagatuck. Their phone number is 269-857-4261. And, uh, and they'll be having that, uh, that fun, uh, fun event. I, you know, it's something I'd like to do, but usually on Saturdays, I'm in the heat of it all with the girls there at Mill Pond Realty uh-huh. as we're booking and making our houses perfect for, our, for the folks that stay with us here. And, uh, you know, that's my weekend gig with the girls uh-huh. over there. You know you know. know Laura and Melanie very well, don't yeah, I you? Do. I do. Um, they're getting ready. Uh, Laura's, uh, she's got all her uh, uh, Halloween decorations that she went from her storage. And I see them in the back room. They're getting ready to decorate. And okay. She's excited about, you know, all the different things she wants to do for the events this year. She's working on bringing Santa and the reindeer to the annual tree lighting event okay. this year. And real live reindeer. 
and and Santa will be there, um, and they'll be there uh, through the afternoon. I, they're still working on the details of that. Sure. So it'll be a great addition to the annual tree lighting event. And we're moving that event, by the way. Let's get into Christmas real quick. Then we'll get back to Halloween. All right. But um, but that's going to be the day after Thanksgiving this year. So okay. it'll be Friday on uh, November 26th, I believe, okay. um, uh, that Friday after Thanksgiving. So um, And it'll be at 5 p.m. will be the tree lighting. Um, but uh, I know Santa and the reindeer will be there for a couple hours before the tree lighting. Well, with the so. supply chain hiccups going on, Santa's got time on his hands. Yeah, you're right. You're right about that. <laughs> well, those elves have got to be working extra hard because of that supply train. So, and uh, but uh, but yeah, Santa will be there as well. Um, we talked about the Star of Sagatuck. We talked about the painting on the water. Star of Sagatuck is also on the 30th. There's more stuff going on on the 30th, so much more. We've got hauntings and history nights at the Felt Estate. Before I go back to the Star of Sagatuck, sure. I want to tell you about that. Um, you know, they've done that uh, for many times over at the Felt Estate and um, uh, uh, for many years, actually. Um, you can explore the mansion. They have carriage uh, and the carriage house. Um, and the grounds at the dark of night. So when it's all dark out, uh, it's kind of creepy. And I've heard stories from Patty Meyer about the Felt Mansion. Hmm. That little things happen there all the time that really raise question. Okay. Flickering lights, rugs being moved. I, that, I remember Patty telling me a story about how there was a rug in one room. And she and another girl were the only ones in the mansion. Okay. And it kept getting shoved to the corner. Or as we say, hmm. And so, so, um, but uh, they're having hauntings and history. Um, they'll have a presentation. Um, it's a 60-minute self-guided tour, and um, and it includes areas that are normally restricted to the public. And tour sizes will, of course, be limited. Um, uh, and so, you know, maybe uh, bring along an EMF detector. You know what those are? Uh they I have a couple energy. of acronyms that would fit, but I don't think I'm going to use them on a family-friendly show. Right. <laughs> they are. Uh, they detect, like, the energy in the air, if there's a ghost there or not. And, um, and, and, Do you uh, believe in ghosts? Yeah, well, I, I go back and forth. I, I, I hate not to, but really, I, I don't. I haven't seen one in my face say I'm a ghost. Right. Now, have I heard things go bump in the How night? do you know? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if he came up to me and said, hey, I'm a ghost, then I, I, I would believe him. No, you wouldn't. You'd say, you're nuts. Yeah, Put right. the wine back in the bottle, and uh, I do, I believe. Do you? Have, oh, you, yeah. have you seen a ghost? I have had encounters. Ooh. My sister owned a house that was a Civil War hospital mm -hmm. in St. Louis. Uh-huh. And uh, documentation of... People who have died there it was also a stop on the Underground Railroad, oh. and I have personally seen, felt, and experienced things where I thought, "Okay, I'm a believer," as the monkeys used to sing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, anyway, that's that's funny. Um, now, of course, there's been, you know, uh, uh, many people that have talked about different things, you know, at the Felt Mansion when they go to these hauntings. Sure. And or these tours, and now the tours again are on the thirtieth. We've been talking about Saturday. So much to happen here on that Saturday, and so you really want to book your stay now. I know 
all of the bed and breakfast and everything's getting booked up now. So if you're thinking about hanging out in town, a lot of people from Grand Rapids, even Holland, even Kalamazoo Mm -hmm. stay here that weekend because they want to stay here and not have to drive home and uh, spend the whole weekend here with us. Um, The the tours are at 7 p.m., 8.30 p.m. and 10 p.m. at the Felt Mansion, the Hauntings and History Night. Um, and that's on the 30th. Um, and, of course, you can go to their website. Uh, you go to uh, contact or you can email contact at feltmansion.org. Of course, you can go to their website, feltmansion.org. The pricing for this event is only $25. So, and a bargain at that. It is. A $25. Uh, yeah. yeah, it is a bargain. Um, uh, they, uh, beer, wine, and non-alcoholic beverages will be available for purchase. And it uh, should be a very, very fun time. So I'm down with that. I'm down with that. Um, uh, you know, um, of course, I'll be busy getting the kids parade and uh, getting all that together. And then once we close that down, I'll be getting into costume and then helping Aaron out where I can uh, over at the uh, Halloween, the people, the uh, adult, the parade for adults. Over uh-huh. there. Yeah. So that should be after, a lot. After of a fun. brief hiatus, it's going to be packed. Do you see who walked in? I did. It's Carrie. It's Carrie Caldwell. <laughs> Uh Uh-oh, she just walked in. Um, She's going to be our next guest. We're going to talk to Carrie uh, in the next half hour. We're going to find out her story about Pumpernickels and and, and what they've done to create such a great atmosphere. And um, and, uh, we'll be talking to her. But, you know, back to you real quick, Jerry, before we go on break. Um, uh, Is there an election coming up? Funny you should ask. Why, yes, indeed. There is an election coming up. Are you running again for council? I am. So we've got to vote for Jerry Donovan. So this Halloween, I'm going to dress up as a candidate. See, what, can- I, see what I did there? Oh, there you go. Uh-huh. A candidate. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do have our city council, three seats, four people running. Thank you very much. Four people running for three seats? Two incumbents. Yeah, it's a hotly contested uh, campaign mojo going on who's across run- the who's, Who are the new ones coming? Well, uh, first of all, myself and Kathy North, who I adore. She's right. fabulous. Uh-huh. Uh, she's a, an incumbent. As uh-huh. they call them, right? Um, she does a lot of committees, big time into the recycling effort. Right. Um, I had them on last week. The, uh, the recycling people, Tri Community Recycle Initiative, okay. and they talked about their bags that they're going to be selling at the uh, at cool. the Super Value. Yeah. So there's me, Kathy, and then Demetria Terrain. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know I her very well, but I, she, I, I. I She's fabulous. Oh, okay. My wife knows her very well, uh-huh. and uh, um, she's great. And then Rob Nauman, who uh, he is an attorney. That doesn't and ring he's a bell. On Harbor Authority. Oh, okay. And uh, Brownfield, as a matter of fact, which helps because he's an environmental attorney. Oh, okay. So, okay. Um, so that's the four. Oh, well, that's uh, that's pretty interesting. And the beautiful thing is, regardless, of, so, okay, I'm going to roll out my campaign logos to see what you and Carrie might think, okay? Okay. Uh, are you ready? Yeah. Number one, Donovan for Douglas. That's a good one. Donovan for Douglas, right. yeah, that's another, okay. that's, one. Right. that's another one. Vote Donovan again. Oh, jeez. Huh? Donovan uh, again. Okay. I'm not feeling the love on that one. Yeah, I, you know, let me get, scratch that up. That. Make me one of your three. <laughs> that uh, rhymes. Uh, but you know right. what? I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> I'm going to give you some time to did. think about that over the break because we've right. got a break right now. All right. <laughs> Let everybody know you're listening to The Lake Shore, 92.7 The Van and 92.7 The Van.com. This is Gregory Muncy on Saugatuck on Sunday. 
with my co-host Jerry's back. Jerry's and back. Uh, welcome back. And then uh, you know you want to stay tuned because our next guest coming up is Carrie Caldwell. A lot of folks are probably wondering, well, who's that? Well, she's the owner of Pumpernickel, so we're going to find out about what Pumpernickel is going to be up to. You, you okay there? Me. I see you getting I know. choked up. Coffee is going down the wrong throat there. Uh, I'll need another cup of coffee. You'll need another cup of coffee. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to Saga Tuck on Sunday. We'll be right back. Hey, thanks for tuning in back. I want to thank everybody that listens. I've got lots of friends on the east side of the state. Lori Concessi. I've got, of course, Kimberly and CJ are on the east side of the state listening through our website at 92.7thevan.com, where you can click on live. I know my aunts and uncles throughout the country listen to us, and I want to thank everybody who sends me those great emails, messages on Facebook, and uh, all the support that we've had the last year. We've been on the show for, it's been uh, almost a year now. And uh, or since we've uh, started Saga Tech on Sunday. When's the anniversary? Uh, in, in a couple of weeks, we'll do something special. Okay. Uh, maybe on location or something. We're working on doing on location for next year. Okay. So uh, we'll go to different businesses and do things live from all around the Saga Tech Douglas area. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of excited as we transition into some newer things for next year. Um, I want to welcome everybody and, and uh, thank you for listening. I'm with my co-host. This is Gregory Muncy here. You're listening to and my co-host. Jerry Donovan. Jerry Donovan. You had to give him a break. We had to go to break, folks, because he's coming up with his campaign slogans. So that I just, I don't, I, I, I don't know. Um, you have any good ones? Any more good ones? You want to? Well, I thought those three were pretty good. Jerry right. Donovan's running for Saga or for Douglas City Council, and uh, so uh, Don, we, I think we're going with Donovan for Douglas. We certainly support uh, Jerry Donovan, Absolutely. and uh, you have our endorsement here. So just to let you know, is this year I know, too? I know, I know. This is my year. This is. Yeah. I'm just finishing my second year. So we've got someone special here, and and you know I don't want to waste any time. So we're going to have to you know get down that disco ball. And I want her to work the runway. Here it goes. Ooh. And here she comes. There she is. Wow. Oh, there go. Mm, whoa. Oh, yeah. Who Twir- knew? Twirl, girl. <laughs> Let's give a big hand to Gary Caldwell from the Pumpernickels in Saugatuck, the Pumpernickels restaurant here in beautiful downtown Saugatuck. And uh, hey, Carrie, welcome to the show. Good morning, gentlemen. Who knew you could make those moves in flannel? Yeah, Sunday morning, making the moves. In, in a flannel shirt. I'm telling you. <laughs> you I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie Caldwell is the owner of the uh, Pumpernickels, and her and Phil opened it. Um, is, is this your third year now? This will be our third season, correct. We wow. opened uh, February, uh, February of 2019. February 2019, and uh, I remember when you first, you guys first got your keys. Yes. And Aww. and um, and uh, well, the day before they got their keys, you got your keys on November first, right? Around that time. Around correct. that time, because yeah, you're, you're Halloween, yep. you sat out on the porch with your dog. 
Yes. And 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 they hadn't quite gotten into the restaurant yet, but they they had signed the lease and all that, and they were getting ready to you know get into and, and start working on it. Yep. And um and uh, you sat out there and did trick or treating for all the kids. Yes. Oh. Mm-hmm. We didn't have cool. keys yet. Came down, had a bunch of candy, sat in the stoop pretty much, and just wanted to participate because it was the kid and a kid and pet parade. Mm-hmm. Oh no, it was not. It was it was just the night that kids were trick or treating, so everybody okay. was out and about and handing out candy and just meeting everybody. Were you really costumed? Um, I can't were remember. We I can't remember if you had a costume or not. I can't remember either. I don't believe so. That first year, because it wasn't te- it wasn't technically the, an event. Right. Okay. It was just okay. like the evening that kids were trick or treating. We had heard that. Uh, retail shops were handing out candy and whatnot, so we just wanted to kind of participate a little bit. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Now, um, uh, you're originally from Holland, Michigan? Yes, I grew up in Holland. And then you spent 13 years in South Florida working in the hospitality industry, right? That is correct. Wow. Yes. Where and at in Florida? Fort Lauderdale. Okay. Downtown Fort Lauderdale, yep. 13 uh-huh. years. Uh, Phil and I worked together for the same company, 13 years. Oh, okay. And we had a wonderful idea that we wanted to open our own restaurant so made our way back to western michigan uh so fortunate to be able to have found pumpernickels was for sale and just kind of meant to be mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um you guys have done a wonderful job um, uh mm-hmm. restoring that that bar is so nice oh, that man. beautiful marble bar that you have in the front there is just gorgeous it's a nice piece of marble um, it, it really yeah, it is. is. <laughs> you know, it is. Honestly, when you're sitting there, it's just, I, there's nothing nicer than a nice surface, right? Correct. Um, <laughs> no, really. And, sure. and when you're sitting at a bar and, and it's just a nice clean and it's the perfect height. Um, you guys really, really, uh, changed that place a lot. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was, first of all, it's an amazing building. I heard you all talk about ghosts earlier. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So, it's amazing building. It was built in, don't quote me, but I think it was 1897, something around, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were told that it was built over in actually New England. Really? Disassembled and then brought here. Oh. Again, could be completely wrong. I have not investigated this myself, but there's a local historian that provided us quite a bit of info when we first moved here. So very cool. Um, very, I mean... I love old buildings. Most of the buildings down here, I feel like, have some sort of history. So it's been really unique. It's it's old. It's antique. It's mm-hmm. it's just it's super unique. So bringing a little bit of kind of glam to it, like you mentioned, like the bar top, just kind of adds to its already original beauty. And that really cool upholstered blue couch. My favorite. Very loungy. <laughs> well, I have uh, – that's my go-to place because I watch English Premier League soccer. Yes. We mm. all, always have soccer on. Phil's a huge soccer fan. Yes. So uh-huh. if, if there's any – I go in and, and Phil will be like, who are they playing? My team's <laughs> Chelsea. Yeah. Ooh, so okay. I, that's mm-hmm. that's who, And uh, so we'll put it on that TV. I sit right there. And the one thing I've learned that if you substitute coffee with beer, your day has a whole different outlook. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. I highly recommend occasionally just forego the Folgers and go with a Heineken. Hey, or I, I, don't, I do not disagree. Three beers on an empty stomach. You love everybody. Everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, Carrie, you guys bought this restaurant. and then, But you, before you bought it, Pumpernickels was known to be 
in the dear hearts of many of us locals. Yes. Um, we knew Larry and his wife there that ran mm-hmm. it for many Larry years. And Jenny Potts. And uh, it was the pl- it was the go to place for breakfast around mm-hmm. town where they they'd serve it in an iron skillet and and always a big piece of watermelon slice with it and. Uh, they had quite a style there, but you know, you walked in there and it was, there was every color under the moon, um, very colorful, very and, artsy, very, yeah, very artsy, mm-hmm. eclectic. Um, but you guys really made it a nice, clean, streamlined look now, uh, but still keeping that artistic character. Yeah, no, yeah. they did a great job. I mean, it was Pumpernickel's Eatery for, I believe, 35 years. Yeah, that's a, that's a hard act to follow. And fun fact, so the couple that actually owns um, Kilwins across the street on Butler Street, I'm uh-huh. spacing on their name, I apologize, they owned it prior to the Botses oh. for, I believe, five or six years, and it was Pumpernickel's Bakery. Oh. And it was a legit bakery where you could come in and, and buy loaves of bread, pre-made wow. sandwiches, like with the big bakery case. Yeah. So we just felt like we just could not remove the name Pumpernickels. So right. we just, Pumpernickels Bakery, Pumpernickels Eatery, we shortened it to Pumpernickels, and now everyone pretty much just calls it Pumps. I was going to ask, is that okay? Yeah, yeah totally fine. Pumps. Okay. pumps. Yep. I like that. Um, now, you guys know each other because um, you played a little game this summer, didn't you? Uh, wasn't there uh, the softball or the, what is it? Kickball? Kick the kickball game. I said, don't forgive me because I'm not a sports guy. So so I, I, it's kind of foreign to me. I was not there. So it was my father's birthday that okay. day. So okay. I took him out, but um, I was there in spirit for sure. Phil well, was there. Phil, Phil was, was there. there in spirit, in person, in energy. In yes. A- Man plays a mean sports. third base. Now, who won? <laughs> we who don't won? talk. We, no, it it's, doesn't it's really a, matter. No, Greg, Jerry, everybody had fun. Year. Everybody had a good time. What does, what does the score mean? We don't keep score now. <laughs> Not Jerry, next year. Talk 14-11. Oh, we even knew the score. Jerry, Jerry, uh, Jerry now you started this this uh, thing, this dodgeball thing. It's called Battle of the Bridge. Battle of the Bridge. It's kickball. It's kickball. <laughs> kickball. Okay. Sorry. Although, Mario Diaz and I started it one year. And we did it at the end of a social on a Thursday night, and it That's went right. great. Uh-huh. It went great. Uh, we won that one, and then the next year, they came out where they were having infield practice and all this. We're over <laughs> at the beer tent on a social, right? The first sure. inning, we gave up like five runs, and everybody sobers up, so we made it close. They still won. <laughs> so we have uh, the rubber game coming up. Uh-huh. You know. So so and and so it's Douglas merchants and and residents against mm-hmm. Sagatuck merchants, merchants and, and residents. residents, and and they get together to see who who wins the battle of the bridge. Right. So do, do you have a trophy or something? There or? is a trophy. And and there so is. do you we can't we can't find it. We know it's out there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but there is. is in fact a trophy. And um and uh, uh, I understand um uh, 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 Sagatuck had a way of rubbing it in your face, didn't they? Not really. No? I'm pretty good sports about we're, it. We're I mean, they, everything's okay. good-natured and fun. Yeah. Oh, okay. Last year, you know. Douglas won. This year, Saga Tuck I mean, won. what's a fist fight among friends? Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? It's all in good Let's cheer. hope not. But no, uh, and actually, Bill McElwain did a great job, mm-hmm. as did Phil, uh, raising money for, um, I know, Douglas Park Project. And who was the other? There was another charity. Was it, it was Christian Neighbors? I believe, yes. yes, Christian Neighbors. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. They just celebrated their 40-year anniversary. Wow. Yes. They're in their new spot over there at the uh, Community Church of Douglas mm-hmm. right now. So, okay. And a beautiful – now, back to you, Carrie, uh, and Pumpernickels. Because, <laughs> I mean, we can we could talk about everything all day long. But I really want to showcase Pumpernickels because you guys have done a wonderful thing there. You guys still do breakfast, right? We still do breakfast. Yes, we're open uh, Wednesday through Sunday. Uh, brunch, brunch is served 9 a.m. till 3. 
um, and then dinner from five until nine right now. Uh-huh. Sundays we close at three. Uh-huh. Um, and Pumpernickels, just for folks that don't know, it's located on Butler Street, right across the street from the Sagatuck Drugstore. Yes, it is. And right sometimes you offer live music? Right now we have live music on Thursdays with Rush Clement. He's fantastic. Little jazzy. Um, Fridays we have Nick Forsum, which is fantastic. He's fantastic. Um, very much just like classics. Okay. You know, anything now, from... Now, your, your music is in a separate section from the main dining room. Is no, right correct? now it's in the main dining room downstairs. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. In, the, mm-hmm. in, the, in, the, in the summer months, we'll have it outside. Gotcha. You know, okay. weather permitting. But, yeah, right now inside, um, yeah, it's been great. Those two guys are fantastic. Okay. We love them, and they'll be here through the end of the year. Cool. I've, you've got, uh, looking at your breakfast menu, you've got Crab Cake Benedict. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that Single. sounds good, doesn't that it? That will never leave, hungry. I feel like. So that's an English muffin with poached eggs and crab cakes. Yes. Yum. Um, uh, that's making me hungry right now. Are you guys, mm-hmm. now today's Sunday, what are your hours today? Until 3 o'clock. So you're open till 3. Yes. And so, uh, and then for lunch, you've got lots of stuff. Uh, what's your favorite thing there for lunch? Oh, gosh, so many. Um, love our meat and cheese board. Um, our chef, Chef Alexander Walker, sources everything. Any, all of our fruits and all of our vegetables come from a farm in Holland called Crisp Country Acres. They're fantastic. Right. I mean, down to our potatoes, our onions, our leeks, everything. Oh, wow. They're, uh, if you've never been there, you can actually go. They have a little store that you can actually shop for your own pro- okay. produce. Oh wow! Um, it's fantastic. It's they're so fun. It's a beautiful farm, and they, I mean, they produce amazing. Right now, we have purple cauliflower. They just they're fantastic. So, love our meat and cheese board. A lot of our meats and or all of our meats and cheeses come from um, locally sourced Michigan. I love that. Well. I love that. Yeah, yeah and you can taste the difference when something's locally. You know, it's on the vine Monday on right. on your mm-hmm. plate Saturday. Tomatoes, I mean, oh my gosh. yeah, mm-hmm. rather than getting all right. of our bread comes from the um, company uh, Detroit Bread. Okay. company mm-hmm. so we get that shipped in from across the state so we just try to be you know thoughtful in that aspect right right um now um you guys have any events coming up um so you yeah you do um i i was looking at and you're having a i, I noticed this around halloween time you have a, a carving carving yes, event so we love halloween i feel like that's probably my favorite holiday um, so on Wednesday, October 27th, we're inviting anybody that wants to come in. We're supplying pumpkins, carving utensils. So artists come one, cool. come all, doing a little pumpkin carving contest just for fun. We will be giving um, the winner. Uh, Phil and I will pick out who we think has the best carving skills and providing them with a gift, cer- gift certificate to the restaurant. So just it's just going to be fun, you know, nothing serious. But come, we supply the pumpkins, we supply the carving utensils. You can okay. purchase food and beverage. Just a fun kind of evening to kick off the Halloween. Is there a fee? No fee. No fee. Oh, it's no free. Fee. It's a yeah. free event. Oh. Yeah, we provide everything, and it's just oh, come cool. and show off your skills. And yeah. Kids, adults, whomever would like to come. Now, can, can Phil, can he enter? Is, is Phil allowed? Because I'll tell no. you, Phil is a very competitive guy. Uh, you think? <laughs> Should, I'm telling you, third base. <laughs> on Mondays, when I went back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop, and because you guys are closed on Mondays, right? We are, correct. And so so on Mondays, I'll see him and the boys there mm-hmm. playing pickleball. Pick mm-hmm. And I like to give them a hard time all the time. You know? <laughs> oh, because you're right there. You're right. You can see the court. Well, I love anybody with a big ego because it's just, for me, it's like, oh, how can I knock that down? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're one of those. <laughs> well, my bro- I grew up in a family of brothers and uh, oh, yeah. older than me. So, you know, and I'm a middle child, so hello. Oh, there oh, we go. Hello. So I had to break him down, 
you know, and, and so, so, but uh, I have a lot of fun watching those guys and having fun there. Uh, but, but I want to make sure because he's, like I said, he's a very competitive. He will you be guys, a, he will be, he'll be a judge that evening. I don't think he'll be. Uh, <laughs> now he's not going to hold the kickball thing against me. I don't think me. so. I think we're fine. Yeah. Right. Water under the bridge. Okay. Uh-huh. What's your costume? Or what are you going out as on Halloween as? Have you decided yet? Uh, it's a secret. We will be just as a theme. A theme. Yeah. A theme. And it is well, a secret. I shouldn't say, I mean, it's not a secret, but we're still kind of fine-tuning it. So, yeah. We'll yeah, we're a, not we'll giving a, ours up either. We'll we'll be a couple, we've yeah. got a theme. We've got, uh, Kimberly, CJ, and I've got a theme. Ooh, so. yeah. Saturday, Saturday the 30th, we'll be ducked out in Halloween attire. Oh, okay. can, I, can I guess? Yeah. Okay, guess. and you're going out as a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, Ricky <laughs> Ricardo and Lucille Ball. <gasps> that would be a really oh, good one. Really I loved good. Lucy. Was oh, that? that would be good. I loved that show. I loved But Lucy. I would want <laughs> Phil to be Lucy, and I'd want you to be Ricky. <laughs> Now there you go. See there that would go. be now that would be funny. That would be funny. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that will be Saturday night because that's the whole. I mean, pretty much Saturday becomes Halloween day around here. Right. With the parade, and we oh, have yeah. a band playing on Saturday night. Uh, we have Trixie, Trixie Tang. Oh, cool! I love band, Trixie yeah. Tang. Yeah with, yeah. with Clay as a front man. Yeah. On Saturday night. Saturday night, seven okay. o'clock. Um, they'll be playing on the rooftop. Okay. Uh, probably till ten, eleven o'clock. Right, right. And you'll have you'll have the Michigan Michigan State game on. You're right, that is. Yep, that'll be downstairs. Absolutely, okay. we have TV upstairs. That will most definitely be on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got a big sports that's crowd that hangs out there. Trust me, that's like day. That's, then I mean, Halloween, we have the parade, Michigan, Michigan State. I don't yep. know. I don't know what to focus on. Yeah, I'm not a big hockey fan, so myself. Well, so it's football. <laughs> I, see, I, see I almost spit out my coffee on that one. <laughs> um, uh, Carrie, <laughs> um, uh, uh, so you guys are open um, uh, uh, through uh, December, right? Do you, are you guys planning on taking a break this year? Yes. Because I know you like to do that. Yeah, we always close. We'll do a big New Year's Eve party. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll close for a few days. We'll close on New Year's Day. Um, mm-hmm. We may do brunch. We've been throwing that around. And we may do brunch on New mm-hmm. Year's Day. Um, but then we'll close for the month of December. Until Valen, I'm sorry, the month of January. No, where are we at? You'll be open through December. Yeah. Um, And then two weeks through Valentine's Day. So we always reopen on Valentine's Day weekend. Oh, so you just take a short break there. It's not too long of a break. And it gives you a chance to get caught up and plan the next year. Yeah. Take a vacation. Yep. Get out of town for a minute. Clean your house. Because you guys are always working in the store or in the restaurant. Every time I go there, I see you and Phil there all the time. Excuse me. Yep. He's there pretty much every, um, every operation day i'm there pretty much on the weekends mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so now going back you were in florida you guys decided to why why saugatuck honestly it was i i mean had you been to saugatuck before now you yeah you grew oh, up yeah. in holland, in holland. yeah so, absolutely but not that I, I really um i never really experienced saugatuck as an adult if that makes sense mm-hmm. went to college at western pretty much moved to fort lauderdale thereafter so my adulthood like when i could actually go out and drink and you know, enjoy kind of that. Yeah, because there was district. none of that going on at Western. No, not no. at all. No, not at all. They, they don't <laughs> yeah, drink in college. You know that. <laughs> you couldn't get into Central? <laughs> is, is that what happened? Oh. <laughs> I don't think I even considered that college for, 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 for that school for college, actually, uh-huh. now that I think about it. Um, I don't know. Honestly, it's the weird, it's just the most random story, but we are here in 2018 for my girlfriend's wedding. In Grand Rapids, and we were here on Memorial Day. We had we were in Holland at my parents' house, and Phil literally wanted. He's like, "I want to go. I want to. I want a small town parade. Isn't there any like 
Memorial Day parades around. And I Googled it and Saugatuck had a parade. And I was like, oh, let's go. And we drove. And he's like, what's Saugatuck? I'm like, it's just this cute little artsy-fartsy little town, you know. So he hadn't been here. Never been here. Okay. And we legitimately parked at the SEA and we walked towards Pumpernickel's. And I, can I swear in here? Well, no. <laughs> there's some words you can and can't say. I won't. Okay. I'm like, I kid you not, we walked and stood on the corner of Butler and Mason. Okay. I should have a list of those words here. Or whatever, <laughs> what you can and can't say. And we turned around, and there was a for sale sign on Pumpernickel's oh, building. Oh, wow. We watched the parade. I took a picture of the sign, and we called it the next day. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That is legit what happened. That's fascinating. So his first time here, you buy a restaurant. We saw it. That was Memorial Day. We came back. And spent Fourth of July here okay. for a vacation, and met with our landlord. Met, you know, try to figure out um, logistics. We agreed. We sh- shook hands, um, and we sent the papers a week later. And we moved pretty much Labor Day. Wow, wow! Amazing. It was three months. It was so you went back down to Florida, and where you had been living for what thirteen mm-hmm. years, and you told everybody, "We're we're out of here. We're we're moving up." We north. literally packed. I mean, it was again Memorial Day, signed. Fourth of July and moved Labor Day. And people thought, what the heck are so you people, Pretty much. You're saying to people in Florida, yeah, we're moving to Michigan. Yeah, and right. They, and they're like, Carrie, it usually goes the other way around. Yeah, right. a little bit. You a little know. opposite. But yeah. Florida's amazing. I miss the people in the Midwest and the North. Um, right. Yeah, it's just, you know, it was, we helped build an entire restaurant group of, of 12 restaurants, of the best restaurants in Fort Lauderdale. Like, there's no way we could possibly, I mean, obviously we can, but. To open our own down there, we would be, literally be comp- competing, competing with, with the company that we just built for right. 13 years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Makes yeah. sense. And things are a little bit more expensive down there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, All right. Now, I, go ahead. Well, uh, well I was just going to ask you, you know, um, you know, how has the business been this year? You know, um, you Great. know, this is after COVID. And, yeah. Because uh, I'm hearing from, I've had so many shopkeepers on the show and, and, and restaurant people and, and uh, uh, I hear that this town is doing great. I was talking to Mike Carey, who owned Del Sol. He's like, oh, Gregory, yeah. do you still wish you had the store? <laughs> oh, yeah. Because, I mean, really, we've seen such an uptick in business and, and people, you know, later in the fall. The shoulder season has been growing the last couple of years. I, we we really noticed that back in 2019, mm-hmm. even before COVID, mm-hmm. that the shoulder seasons are stretching out a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, I only have three years to go off of, but I feel like... Year one, if I can remember, I mean, this fall, this fall and last fall has been spectacular okay. weather, which completely helped. Yeah, I mean, right, was, right. Yeah, if it's rainy and gross and cold, I mean, we have seen snow this early in, in mm. the year. When that happens, I think the day trippers and the, like, the weekenders just don't come out. But mm-hmm. when the weather's like this, when it's comfortable to be outside, people do, you know, the fall y'all. They go right. pumpkin picking and apple picking and all that fun stuff and winery tours and it brings them here. I mean, it's comfortable enough that you can sure. walk around all weekend and not be cold. Uh-huh. Um, well, so many people stay here and then like head to Cranes yeah. on a right. Saturday afternoon or something like that. Right. Now, let me ask you this. Uh, how have you fared with the labor situation? Yeah, you know, everybody's talking about, I can't hire and nobody wants to work. And and we see that, you know, when you go out and stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. that people are low staffed. Have you been lucky that way? We've been really fortunate. We have an amazing staff. We really, really do. Um, We can't do it without them. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I think the labor shortage in America in general is across the board, across every industry, across every state, every city, big city, small city. Mm -hmm. Um, But we've been fortunate. I mean, we are hands-on, so we are there and we do pick up 
any slack that any holes, you know. That so are you washing them. dishes back there? Sometimes? I have washed dishes. Yes. I <laughs> swear. I kid you not. Like mm-hmm. there are times where I will yeah. be washing dishes. I have cooked hostess, whatever needs to be. Yeah. Um, sure. We have an amazing staff though. And, and, you know, I think everybody has to understand that coming to Saugatuck in a small town like this, not just us or hospitality, but the majority of our retail shops do rely on the high school kids mm-hmm. and college kids. So there's that witching hour where the kids go back to school right. and mm-hmm. our labor just drops significantly because of college kids go back to college and high school kids have mm-hmm. sports and extracurricular activities. So there's just a big drop in that aspect across again, across the board, across every industry. But again, small towns feel that a little bit more than large cities. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I know, like, my friends at Black River Tavern in South Haven, yeah. they literally bring in international students yeah. to work the summer. Some do and that. It's, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's a challenge, um, uh-huh. but the kids are great workers. Sure. They yeah. love it. Now, here's a question I have real quick. So here I am volunteering with the Douglas Park Project. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Volunteer. We had more people than wheelbarrows to a I saw that. <laughs> I, I was, when I was working, so I was what, driving by. Yeah, I saw What amazed me was I thought, there. you know what? Here's a volunteer. No problem getting people to show up. Mm-hmm. Paid gigs. <laughs> yeah. You have yeah. trouble. So if there was like a core of what we'll call restaurant volunteers, <laughs> Okay. Think that about rotate. that. Because I mentioned this to a couple people over there, and they're like, oh, I'd do that in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. So as a owner, operator, proprietor, is that something that you would – Embrace. I, I, I mean, we could we could definitely you know elaborate on it and talk. I mean, we. I mean, I think any retail or any restaurant would pay. It's just you know having those you know willing bodies. Well, and and people are like, oh, I'd let you know. You're talking to one of the uh, best bus boys at IHOP in the late seventies. <laughs> really? I, that- I was internationally known. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. I could bust the table, but. I was thinking, like, okay, <laughs> washing dishes, busting table, emptying the trash yeah. so that you guys can stay focused on the point-of-sale mm-hmm. activity that's going on. I mean, you don't want to teach me your point-of-sale service. Sure. You know, cause There's everybody, training involved. Well, mm-hmm. all, so any transaction-related thing. Sure. But if that plate's dirty, I'm on it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I actually work Red Lobster washing dishes on Ooh. a Mother's Day. Ooh, fancy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of love me some Red Lobster. But I just thought that might be something that, you know. Mm-hmm. And I you thought know how this town is. Thing. If you said, hey, we need restaurant volunteers, you know, people might be like, yeah, I'll do it. What the heck? Hmm. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll host us. Yeah. I mean, I've it's... been wanting to go. I, I say that to Bistro 44 over in Douglas, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, our friend Heather over there. Yeah. I was like, gosh, if I had some extra time, I'd be hanging out here. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, you know, I, restaurant work is in my blood when I was a kid. That's yeah. what I, that's what I did sure. all through school. It's talking to people, accommodating them, hosting them. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. Mm-hmm. But we're, Excuse me, ma'am, are you done with your silverware? Yeah. We're running short. <laughs> Can I take this from you? <laughs> we're really fortunate. We really are. I mean, we really, really are. We have, um, our manager, Jenny, she's been fantastic. Mona, one of our head servers, she's been fantastic. Like we just, our chef, everybody, I mean, across the board, we have a okay. really, really, really great, great crew. Well, and the fact you guys are there. Mm-hmm. You know, that's yeah, that does make a big difference when you've got mm-hmm. the small business folks when they're in their businesses, you know, that they really have a lot of heart in mm-hmm. what they're doing. And that's the majority, I feel like, of, of yeah. business owners around. Oh, yeah. Here. All around. Anywhere. Yeah. That's, you know. I'll see. I'll see Doug over there across the street at Santa Fe. Yeah. Um, he's he's cleaning off his streets. I'll see Don Beery yeah. over here. It's what it is. You know, as early as seven, eight o'clock every morning with uh, their blowers. Yeah. 
Um, and uh, and it, that really is the heart of a small business owner is being there hands on because mm-hmm. when you're not there, you don't know what's going on right. and you're not making any money. I learned that with right. Del Sol because the last year that I had it, I was never in the store. I was working for Sadaba. I was doing everything else. Running around. Yeah, running around. Yep. Uh, doing events and stuff. And that that's why I made the decision to close it because okay. it just wasn't making money because I wasn't there. Sure. Mm. Um, uh, so it wasn't, wasn't worth keeping. So uh, Carrie Caldwell from mm-hmm. the Pumpernickels, 202 Butler Street. We're running out of time. <laughs> uh, but if you want the delicious avocado toast, French toast, uh, Belgian waffle, crab cake Benedict, Oh, my gosh, look at all this great stuff. Biscuits and gravy. And if you're a vegetarian, they've got a vegetarian omelet for you, too. Yep. Um, uh, Nichols, 202 Butler Street. Carrie, thanks for being on the well, show. thank you. I really appreciate it. Give Carrie a round of applause there. Now she has to walk backwards audience. down the runway. What's that? Does she have to walk backwards down the runway? Yeah, you have to walk backwards <laughs> and do Get that ready. dance backwards. Okay, right. okay, I can, I can try. You twirl, girl. I'll I'm twirl. on that now. Mm-hmm. Thanks for coming on. Hey, Thank go you. to Pumpernickels, get something good to eat, and uh, and and check it out. It's a really a cool place to hang out. Again, they've always got the big TVs there, big screens there to watch the games as well. And, um, and you're so into sports. And, and you know me. <laughs> all the sports. I, all of the sports. All of them. Um, stay tuned with us. You're listening to Saga Tech on Sunday on the Lakeshores, 92.7 The Van and 92.7 thevancom This is Gregory Muncy back with my co-host. You're your third, your third round. Third you're round. getting pretty You're getting pretty popular <laughs> here. Know. And, oh, no, he's going to take my job. I don't know. <laughs> I, no. Trust me. We'll be Once right back. every so often at this hour is enough. There we go. <laughs> we'll be right back after these messages from Sagatuck Charming Rentals, Interurban Transit Authority, Mill Pond Realty, and Back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop. We'll be right back. And we're back. We're back. You're listening to Sagatuck on Sunday. We do this live here in downtown Sagatuck. We're high above land sharks here, looking at the sun come over Butler Street. We told you the, uh, the it's about 56, 57 degrees out there now, high of 62. That sounds a little chilly, but it's the perfect time. We're going to get sun all day long. It's the perfect time to go for a day trip. Our colors are starting. There's so much fun to do. Um, it, it, we've talked about events and events going on uh, in town as well. Um, we've got, of course, uh, Drag Bingo is back at the Dunes Resort. Mm-hmm. People love that. The drag queens call off the, the ball. And the money goes to West Shore Aware, which is an organization that supports um, supports all kinds of uh, great things. Is for, that Sunday 4 to 6 or 4.30 to 6.30? It's 4, four, to, six. four to 6, I think. Four to seven thirty. I was just reading about it. Um, it's in the uh, afternoon there. Of course, you can go to uh, thedunesresort.com to find out for sure. But I'll tell you right now exactly when it is. Uh oh, I'm cheating. Two fifty. You calls. I'm cheating. So I've heard. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, but uh, but it should be soon. Um, you know, I've got uh, a special guest here. Um, a really good friend of mine and uh, was excited, been wanting to get her on the show for a while. And uh, just it, we get so busy with everything we do. Um, when I moved to Douglas, um, uh, I, I uh, met this wonderful lady who had this wonderful little store. 
and made the most delicious cookie. I, you know, without further ado, let's get that disco ball down and let's make her work the runway. Here she comes. You want to talk about a smart cookie? <laughs> She's in the doing. house. We've got Franny Martin from Cookies on Call. Give it up. Give it up for Franny. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I didn't know you could dance like that, Franny. I can. Wow. I can. I can. I'm well, from Detroit. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Of course. There you have it. Oh, there you have it. Welcome to the show. I'm so glad to have you here. Thank you. And I wanted before anything, you did a great job on the pumpkins. Oh, thank you. I love them. You like the blue? I love the blue and I love the glitter. We're going to go touch them up because it's been raining. So um, so uh, yeah. as, uh, as soon as we get a clear, uh, pro- probably either later today or tomorrow, Kimberly and I will go out there and give them another touch they look up. They great. Yeah, That's thank great. you. Thank you very much. Good to see you, Jerry. You too. Forever. I, I want to. Franny was one of my original comedy sponsors. Oh, and really? Doesn't doesn't it seem like a thousand years ago and it a does. week ago at the same it time? It does. It does. It was, but it was really a great thing to do, and you brought it great was fun. comedy. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Did you see? Yeah. Go ahead. No, no, no. I forgot what I was going to say. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Franny. I remember. Freddie Martin, um, I moved to Douglas, and uh, of course I would, uh, you know, go hang out downtown. And um, and I remember um, it was, I, I think it was before I worked for you. I it was around Christmas time, and I made one of my mom's favorite cookies, the Russian tea tea cakes. Ah. Uh. Fabulous, and and uh, and I and I brought some to Franny, and I was like, you know, because I I know they're good cookies, so you gotta like those. And and she tried it, and she was like, oh, it was amazing. I'm like, oh my god, the queen of cookies loves my cookie. Because <laughs> nobody ever brings cookies to me. Right. Well, they they probably feel intimidated. Now, yeah. did you try it today? I, I did. I did. Uh, professional bar. opinion on, on these. I like I, to, I'll have another. I like I'll to make another. regular. That like, says it right there. She's having oh. another. My mom uh, has this cookie recipe, and it's called my mom. Man's favorite, okay. and she won't let us give the recipe out to anybody um, unless they're family. And uh, it has oatmeal, uh, uh, walnuts, coconut, and um, <laughs> the recipe has four sticks of butter. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so, Paula! She, Paula, she can feel her artery closing. Yes, it is. It's closing, closing, closing. If I pass out with this cookie, which is great. Yeah, but Freddie, you know, to make a good cookie, you got to have real stuff, and you got to have real butter. I know that from uh, working with you. Now, after the cookie thing, and I got to know Franny, she asked me to help out with her at mm-hmm. Cookies on Call. Okay, and I got to know. You know, the great the product that she made. Oh, it was just wonderful. I mean, we did so many things, so creative. I would go there, and you never knew what the day would bring. You know, we, I mean, we, we would start making cookies, you know, for maybe orders and things like sure. that. And then all of a sudden, we're making soup. And, and that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> because we're hungry, we have to have lunch. So we would make soup. And then before you know it, Franny's serving soup at, at, the, at, the, uh, at the location there in you, Douglas. You really helped it grow. And, and I have to tell you, one of the ways, that, one of the reasons, not one of the reasons, the way Greg came to us, is you, you had come in as a customer. Uh-huh. He was sitting at the front. We were slammed, okay. and our dish sink was just piled. So Greg goes, oh, I'll do the dishes. And then he became family. Well, you know, I was hanging out there. I felt yeah. like well, I See, I that's just... just what we were talking about before. You, you stepped right. up and volunteered, and I think 
We need to look into this. I think that's a great idea. Now, no. I think that's a great idea. I just got a text from Laura from Mill Pond Realty, Jerry, and she heard about your voluntary, uh, 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 your this this movement that you're mm-hmm. trying to create, and she's she's opening the doors to you at Mill Pond Realty. She's got a position waiting for you. She does uh, to volunteer. She's got lots of things for you. So <laughs> well, head over there. there too. Head over and there. The, anything hospitality related. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, is it if if people just take a little bit off the plate. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Franny, um, you know, it's funny because we, we kind of know each other, kind of, and we've got a sense of humor like kids, I think. And, and, and you know, Franny would, you know, would, would, would always experiment with different and new ideas. You know, she makes the most amazing cakes. If you go to Cookies on Call, if you go to their Facebook page, you should see these cakes. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it's not just cookies. And then she also does this wonderful biscotti. That's your, is that your grand, that grandmother's recipe? Grandma, it's called Janati's Biscotti. Uh-huh. And the label has a picture of my grandma and grandpa. Mm-hmm. How cool. And the recipe is from my grandma who came here from Sicily in 1908. Really? Mm-hmm. 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 And the only thing we changed uh, on it, one only thing, is we um, don't put anise in it because okay. that requires, I mean, some people just don't like the taste. Right. We'll make it for people with, an, with anise, but okay. we don't usually. Uh-huh. And it's the it's an authentic biscotti. Biscotti aren't supposed to be hard as rocks. Okay. They're only hard as rocks if you have a new baby. Okay. Right. Because then they're dipped in, like red wine, of course, or okay. whiskey. Yeah. And the baby uses it to teeth. Oh. Okay. And oh, okay. Do they, do they use amaretto as well? They Somebody, can use amaretto if you want. Because it was a. Okay. But Maybe you a know, little fireball. When I was a kid, grandma. And Grandpa made their own wine. So okay. Oh, did they? They made yeah, their own wine. Oh, did. wow. They did. Wow. Um, uh, Franny, it's, like I said, we, we kind of know each other in a lot of ways. But, you know, I, I always ask folks to send me a couple of little factoids about themselves. And, wow, did I get a wealth of information here. Now, first of all, let's talk about where Cookies on Call is. It started in Douglas, and it started in your own home, right? In my kitchen. In your kitchen. With the, with the encouragement... Actually, the way it started is I would make these. I made them for a party. Okay. And I made two dozen cookies for six people, and they were all gone. Uh-huh. So then I started making them. And uh, one night, my husband, Jim Martin, the fabulous Jim Martin, yes, called me and said, have you ever thought about selling these? And I said, maybe when I retire. Yeah. And the rest is history. And we started out of our kitchen with a little KitchenAid and a little uh, Catco convection oven, 36 at a time. (laughs) (laughs) And and then you uh, you've got your location. Your first location in Douglas was in the that old it used to be a gas station. No, it's where Pizza Mambo is now. That was our first location. Yeah. And then uh, Bud and Max came and chatted with us and talked about going into downtown location. Mm-hmm. They had that flower shop there, right? They Bud did. Max, yeah. No, not Bud. It wasn't Bud and Max's flower shop, but what oh. Bud and Max had done, they had vis- invested so much time and energy in developing um, downtown Douglas. Right. They played a key role in that. Uh-huh. So we went and we looked and we thought, well, that would be good. So then we moved to downtown Douglas. Mm-hmm. And that was very good for us. But... Um, there's so many wonderful retailers there 
and I always thought that maybe it would be um, if landlords would be a little bit more working together with the retailers mm-hmm. in the off seasons. Mm-hmm. But then we had an opportunity. Jim saw it. And we had an opportunity to buy a uh, building in South Haven, so we did right across. Well, kind of kitty corner from, from Black, Black River, River, sure, next to Taste. Yeah. And it uh, was it was a good business decision. We still live in Douglas. We'll always live in Douglas. But this just was the best business decision we made. We're open all year, which we were down here too, mm-hmm. except for the first two weeks of January. Right. But the uh, the market is 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 really different. Yesterday I went down. There was not. It was just about eleven o'clock. Not one parking space to right. be found. Oh, nice. So it's very good, and we love it. Yeah, and yeah. I think your timing was perfect because uh, you came in after the, all the major oh, reconstruction yes. down there. Yes, it would have been a nightmare if I come well. In let me tell you this: I was doing comedy at Black River Tavern. It was January of either 16 or 17, January. And all that downtown looked like a war zone it because did. they had torn everything up. Yeah. And, I mean, it's about 15 degrees, looks like a war zone, and I'm just standing there saying, what am I doing with my life? Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But now, fast forward, it's amazing the transition that's happened, and I think your timing is absolutely perfect. Well, yeah. the, the community works so well together. The, the city is so um, – uh, supportive of the businesses. Mm-hmm. For example, we do an awful lot of weddings. Not right. An awful lot. A lot of weddings. Yeah. And Joel does a lot of catering. Okay. And in the summer, it's really difficult because there's no parking in right. the back. So we talk to the city, and they put a loading zone. Oh, nice. And yeah. for us. It, I mean, it's just, it's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and I see their Chamber of Commerce does great things there. Okay. Yeah, and um, the CVB. Yep, uh-huh, they do. And their Downtown Business Association. Um, South Haven has really come a long way yeah. the last five, ten years. Well, you know, the amazing thing is there were people who said, when that mire goes in, it's going to kill downtown. And it the, didn't. It, absolute opposite occurred correct exactly it's, it's, i think you have to embrace change you I, do I, I think you can't say well you have to stay mm-hmm. you have right. to stay out out of here um and uh, you know abby nemitz yeah who has been with me for 10 years is doing a fabulous has job. it been that long 10, ten years, years. Well, wow look at you. i remember when abby first came into the shop that's right so yeah. you've mm-hmm. been around longer than yeah. that and you've been around 10 probably mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. right at so yeah the the and COVID hasn't hurt us. Oh, that's great. That's great. I, I see how you got it set up over there. I was there a couple of weeks ago and picked up a couple of goodies uh, and, uh, and saw Abby over there. I love running into Abby. And uh, she's just a little spitfire of a girl. I mean, I, I don't, I never see anybody with such great work ethic. I mean, and she's a younger person and, and she just has that drive to her. She and, changed the whole profile of the store uh-huh. because Abby went to school and studied. Um, I studied marketing and journalism, mm-hmm. I mean, marketing and advertising. Right. And Abby uh, went to study culinary and events. Oh, now, okay. I never knew, for example, that there's a way, proper way to set up a refrigerator. <laughs> Who knew? <Right. laughs> but she knew. Right. And um, she just changed the whole pattern of that store we didn't change a product right but Mm -hmm. she's at the stage and it was it's just great well one thing you two both touched on but i think 
some people may not know. So you have the storefront, but you do a lot of catering. You're a cookie caterer. I do. And we, you know, interesting, um, Jerry, we started, when I started Cookies on Call, um, it was only, I was only going to deliver cookies to a 20-mile radius of Saugatuck. Okay. That was it. Yeah. And through some wonderful good luck and blessings, we uh, got so much publicity. Yeah. USA Today, U.S. News and World. Yeah, you were on the national. You got national publicity. MSNBC, um, NBC. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, because yeah. it was you. You like you said you had retired, and here you are fifty. Six. And I was fifty. You're fifty-six. I was two two weeks away from fifty-six when I started Cookies on Call. So you took your whole uh, business now, and you could have retired because I'll tell you, she's got quite a resume here. <laughs> um, uh, you started off uh, well. Of course, you went to school. And you started off being assistant center manager, promotional director for Eastland Shopping Mall, which is no longer there. I know. It's I know. sad, isn't it? Sad, isn't it? I love that place. Leave. I love all the sculptures. Remember the sculptures in yes, that? It's now, I'm from the east side of the state as well, so I remember that mall. Um, I lived at St. Clair Shores, so I know that mall, of mall quite well. Um, and, then, and then you went on to be a McDonald's corporate marketing um, and uh, in Oak Brook, and you were assigned to special projects in the New York market. Yes, it was ba -da, ba -ba -ba. Yeah. Boy, life changes New in York New York. City? It did. Yeah. Wow. Great. That great. had to have been something. Uh, I and, did. And then, um, then you were recruited to uh, Burger King's. <gasps> then Burger King snatched you from McDonald's. <laughs> and, and, um, and you worked for their corporation, promotional agency, and uh, manager for the Burger King business in Miami. Did you live in Miami? I lived in Miami four days a week, in Chicago three days a week. Wow, you so were I a jet setter. Really? I had the best, yeah, and when I had, had uh, when I worked in New York, lived in New York four days a week, and uh, Chicago three days a week. No kidding. It was great. That, it was great. <laughs> I think I think the crowning point, because of course, you know, you're in your career, and, and so later on, um, yeah, I think the crowning point, it looks like in the marketing field, is that she was with Domino's Pizza as the National Director of Marketing and Public Relations. And you joined when they had their just their 300th store, when they were kind of brand new. They had just opened. As a matter of fact, when I went there, I was – sounds real snobby. <laughs> but I was kind of nonplussed by it because I had been working for these national mm -hmm. Fortune 500s. And right. I thought, oh, gosh. And then I thought, you know, I met the people there, and I really liked them. So I joined um, – and stayed with them through 2,000 stores. Wow. Really? Yes. And I, opened all the international markets. So it was great. You were responsible for developing, overseeing the implementation of all aspects of marketing and public relations uh -huh. for such a big company. So did you So uh, did you bring the Noid? Was that your thing? No, or was that, that, after? Was, that was Ernie Parrish. And that was really, you know, I can just say. <laughs> never the Noid. He was. Avoid that, the Noid. I never knew he was called the Noid. Yeah. He was. And the reason, because everybody looks at it, was an inside joke. <laughs> okay. Huh. Ernie Parrish owns uh, Parrish and Partners in, in Ann Arbor, and he is enormously creative. He's just a great creative guy. Well, the ad people at Domino's were called Adnoids. Okay. And the franchisee people were called Noids. So when Ernie developed this, that's what he had in mind. Okay. But it came on the tail of um, Will. Do you remember the um, 
California grape commercial. Oh, yes, yes. Okay. The raisins. Yeah, yeah, the raisins. The raisins. Yeah. He, uh, that was. That was that Will, claymation or whatever. It was. Yeah. And I want, I, I remember his first, I want to say Will Venton, but I might not be right. So Ernie called him because he was doing nothing. That was a volunteer project. He didn't get paid for the Heard It Through the Grapevine. Really? Right. Oh, really? Right. He, that he was just a volunteer wa- deal. Yep. He huh. just wanted to get his. His, his talent name out there's there. talent out there. Show so his he skills. came in and he did the Noid, and most people didn't get it. They still don't get it. I right? thought it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I like the little dolls and stuff. Avoid the Noid. I remember he would fly around everywhere and and then slap the box and 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 close that box on him and yeah. you know. I, so that that happened when I was there, but I can't take any credit for it. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the movie Founder? Yes. With Michael Keaton, yes, isn't that fascinating? Yes, and it's uh, it's so on point. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. If, if, if you don't know, yeah. for the listeners who don't, Founder is a movie about the creation of McDonald's, it's right? Ray Kroc, right? And how he started, and down in Missouri, as a matter of fact, in my neck of the woods, mm-hmm. and uh, ju- it's it's a f- I love anything Michael Keaton does, but this is especially. I love true stories, and I'm glad to hear from your perspective that it, that it was spot-on accuracy. It was, and I think the thing with McDonald's, uh, here again, it, it shows when a corporation relies on the people in the field, mm-hmm. it makes that corporation so much stronger. For mm-hmm. example, the filet of fish sandwich was a franchise uh, owner-operator idea. The Big Mac... The uh, Happy Meal started with the ad director in St. Louis. Really? Oh. Yes. So um, it was on point. He, I'm glad that it downplayed because he had a temper. Okay. Oh, my goodness. But most, um, I think sometimes, well, Tom Monahan didn't have a temper. He was strict. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen you call Tom Monaghan on the phone. Really? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, she's talking to the president of Domino's. <laughs> and I, I was always impressed by that, you know. Your call goes through, huh? Uh, yeah. yeah. That's that, cool. Franny, you, um, you, you moved to West Michigan, and you married the love of your life. Absolutely. I'm Jim not, Martin, I'm, such a great guy, such a gentleman. He is. Um, uh, you know, I was always wondering if he had a fancy brother. Uh, but, um, no. <laughs> They broke but, the mold with Yeah, did they break night. the mold with the But you guys got married at Wally's. We did. Yeah, we Wally's did. here in here in Sagatuck. Uh, Jim and I met in second grade, but we started dating when we were 15. Okay. Oh. And we dated so that was like 1961. Yeah. So we dated on and off. We're always friends. Yeah. But we dated on and off for 28 years. Oh. And then we were at Wally's and we were chatting everything good always happened at wally's uh-huh. so bob Berger, i don't know if either of you know mm-hmm. him bob was the owner of wally's with along with mike johnson and vi fox mm-hmm. and he was also the mayor of saugatuck okay so when we got married it was like bob will you marry us yeah. <laughs> so he said yeah he said we can't close it down but we can marry you so we got married on a sunday back in the corner <laughs> and, uh, we had 16 people and all the other people that came to Wally's on Sunday afternoon. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. So during that 28 years, 
you were dating other people on and off, both of you, would mm-hmm. he call you and say, oh, I can't believe this girl? Or would you call him and say, oh, this guy is a real dud? Or anything we would like never that? do yeah. that, but we would always call. I mean, we would call or mostly, and this I think is this real romantic part of it. We talked on the phone, but it was mostly letters. Oh, okay. Which was, which was just great. And they just happened to hit at that moment. When you needed it. When you needed it. And then when I came to visit, it was like, you know, we've been doing this for, and the rest is history. Do <laughs> you still have the letters? Yes. Does he have his? I, I bet that he does. Okay. I've never asked, but I bet that he does. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I had one framed, and it used to hang in my store. Aww. Uh, <laughs> um, now, you also, for a short time, was a marketing director of Holland Sentinel yep, as well. Five years. And then that's when you when you started the Cookies on Call. Now, Cookies on Call is uh, on Phoenix, downtown there is where the main bakery is. Right. And uh, lots of great breads. You also make a wonderful pesto bread. Oh. And um and we grow our own basil. You grow your own basil. We do. And and then um, and then also they have their little mini kitchen, the cookies on call, where you can get that delicious chocolate chunk cookie made with love from scratch. And they, they make them fresh. I get we get them all the time. We also provide them to our deliveries at, at Back to the Fuchsia Flowers where you can add on cookies as well. And um, so uh, I'll go over there, and Jim, and uh, they're always back there baking cookies there, making them fresh at the Butler Pantry we do here in the dough and they make the We provide them, provided them with the oven. Uh-huh. We deliver the dough. We mm-hmm. make the cookies. And they're right there. You can get the right cookies. There. You can get the biscotti there mm-hmm. and, and any special orders, you know, if you want one. You know, I'm sure that they would uh, get them over to Sagatuck for you. When people, when people from here order cakes, we will either deliver them to your home or your business or whatever, or we'll deliver them to uh, the Butler Pantry and people can pick them up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It always, when I open that door, especially when it's cold, yes. it's just that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and, you know, the, the ingredients, she's funny about her ingredients because, you know, it's the real butter. It's the special chocolate that you get. And we would have to chop the chocolate by hand. It's not, you don't. You, there's no chips. These are chunks, and and they're chunked by hand, and and um, and it's funny that over the years that you never decided to switch up the recipe, and you know to make it easier or whatever. But no, you get these big blocks of the special chocolate, and and you chop it up. We had an order, and every cookie is hand weighed and hand rolled, mm-hmm. and the biggest order we had was for sixty. You were part of that. Yes, yes, oh I remember God. that. 16,000 cookies. 16,000 cookies. <laughs> I'm telling you. And Please she's got the, roll, she's roll. got these huge, the mixers, you know, the, the industrial mixers. Oh. And we're packing that thing with dough. And and it's it's really like, there's so much love into it, though. You know, I mean, because it's, it's really hands-on. And and it's not like a, it's not a commercial process. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, it's I it's you. everything so hand done. Like I said, the chocolate's hand chunked. The you know it, it's real creamery butter. Mm. You know um, that that uh, dark brown sugar um, uh, that we use, and and of course real vanilla. And and oh, um, yeah, yeah well, you, you've got to have that sixteen thousand. Yeah, sixteen thousand. Who counted? They shipped up. Oh my god! Over and over again. <laughs> oh, because you have to go. Wait a minute. Where are we at? Then we have to start counting over again. Thirty-five, thirty-six. Phone rings. All right. One, two. When we do, um, 
that we call it the Bronco. I have no idea why you call that big mixer the it's Bronco. It's called a Bronco, yeah. We do that can produce two hundred and thirty four cookies, cookies per batch. Uh huh. So we did however many of those. <laughs> what was it, 80? I don't know. It was days and, and days. And Greg was marking them off. <laughs> That's and funny. Yelling. And the more tired we got, the mm-hmm. funnier it got. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. And then we had to uh, Oh, and them. then we packaged them. And then them. Uh, Jim delivered them. Yeah. Because we, we had to, they were for a, a commercial client. And what, a school yeah. bus? No, because he had to deliver X number here. And okay. Yep. I think he used the Cookie Mobile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I think he did. I used to drive around the Cookie Mobile. That was fun. Yeah. You back know, in the day. I, I told you about like when you open the door and that aroma just. I think cookies could be a cologne. Oh I yeah. Think so. That's Brandy needs to do that. You need and to you have a new what? cookie. And Listen, you know what? It it it, it hit. Men and women can wear it. Yeah. And it'd be like Franny's fragrances. Right, right. Franny, hey, look for, I need something else look for to Franny's do. cookie fragrances. <laughs> I guess you need something else to do. Hey, Franny, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. It's been such a joy. Just any reason to hang out with Franny Martin. Um, cookies on Call, located in South Haven. Check them out on Facebook. Check them out in downtown Saugatuck at the Butler Pantry. And find out what we're talking about. That Gennady Biscotti is really good as well. So, um, so just so you know. And uh, Franny, again, let's give her a big round of applause. Thank, thanks for being on the show. It's been wonderful. And I want to thank you for oh, listening okay. to Tuck on Sunday. And uh, this is Gregory Muncy. We'll be here next week, and we're going to talk to you a little bit more about what's going on for Halloween. We've got more details and more events coming up. Always something going on in the Saugatuck Douglas area. This is, again, Gregory Muncy on Saugatuck on Sunday. Jerry Donovan, Jerry thanks Donovan, for being on. Thank you. Loved having you. I loved having being here. This was amazing. Two great guests. We'll have to have you back. And, uh, and uh, yeah, don't forget, you can go to our podcast there at 92.7theband.com and listen to all the shows that we've done over the last year. We like to get you caught up with everything fun happening here in the Saugatuck Douglas area. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Have a Saugatuck Fun Day Sunday. We'll see you next week. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks for joining us this morning for Saugatuck on Sunday with your host, Gregory Muncy. Today's show has been brought to you by Mill Pond Realty, Back to the Fuchsia, the Interurban, and Charming Saugatuck Rentals. If you'd like to hear today's show, you can go to our website for the podcast, 927thevan.com. It's also on our mobile app. And join us next Sunday, 7 a.m. for Saugatuck on Sunday on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van.